0: Hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Team Podcast. This is episode number 14. Like always, I got my hosts with me to my left, Mr. Zulfi Shake. What's up, what's up? To my right, it's Daniel Ramos back from vacation. Hello, Daniel. What's up? How's it going, man? We missed you here in the You're studio. Right.
1: I missed I missed
0: California. Oh, so you don't miss us, but you miss California?
1: No, I missed you guys. I missed I miss partying with the, with my dudes. So yeah, that's I'm, I'm it. Glad to be back. How are you?
2: Are yeah. You gl- are you glad to be back to Toronto?
1: I miss Toronto. I I mi- like I don't miss like you know all the all the work and stuff, but you know I like being with you guys. Right. Fair that's enough. Yeah.
0: And no Spencer today. Uh, we cannot somehow get all four of us on a podcast. It's been I think since we did the draft.
2: Yeah. Since before our trip to Hamilton for. The Wentworth 3v3 that we're so excited to tell you about. Yeah,
0: let's talk about that first before we (laughs) get (laughs) into the episode. No, no, let's just talk about that first, shall we? Yeah, so we were supposed to be going to the Wentworth 3v3 festival. Um, Did not happen, unfortunately. It was rained out. We were there waiting for three hours to get our booth set up. We had everything ready. Uh, And you could see the video that we made on our Instagram if you don't follow us. It is dream underscore team pod so you should follow us there so you can get all the news um it was upsetting we were all there in hamilton waiting to do it and the rain just
1: would not go away
2: weather did not want to cooperate no. even no we tried
1: yeah that was but. disappointing we really wanted to get some content for you guys but it is what it is you know we move and you know look forward to the next thing I <laughs> yeah just like well
2: there, we're so. gonna keep everyone updated like uh david the organizer said he's gonna get an indoor venue and uh, he's aiming for August 12th in Burlington at the playground. If anyone's a hooper, you know that. That's where a lot of the Brody, Brody Rec League games happen. So it's it'll be a fun place. So we'll we'll keep everyone in the loop if we're going to be going to that and what we yep. can do.
0: Just got to figure out our own schedules and everything like that. But yeah. They did the U15, so that happened. So that's cute, all the little kids getting to be able to hoop and get some... Uh, get some medals i think i saw that there's a photo with them with medals in their hands
2: okay i gotta ask is, is 15 year olds still young enough to be like cute kids no Like no you Definitely know what i mean
1: not. so uh, do you have to ask that
2: well no, no do you know why i want to ask that i'm curious is that the age where like can you still go up to an athlete and be like hey, yeah, i want to autograph like please sign oh this. yeah
1: absolutely I yeah. think so yeah
0: i do that at 24 and i don't get looked at
2: you're lucky then <laughs> i i don't feel comfortable doing that I can't do that now at 25. I like, love to you approach. Know it kind of sucks. because I didn't do it at all when I was a kid because yeah. I always was taught to be like well mannered and not go up and act like that. But now it's too late for me, and I can't do that. That was also yeah. a
0: joke. I don't do that. The I one and only time I've ever gone up to someone was at a when I was a kid was at the airport. Christian, the wrestler. Was just like standing there, so I went up to him and talked to him a little bit, and he winked at me and like patted my head. I didn't get a photo with him, but that was our little interaction. I've only done that with Calderon. He
2: winked at you and patted your head. <laughs> yeah, he did. All right, Let's, there's up, a headline Kino? that comes out about him. I will not be surprised,
0: dude. He's uh, one of the most underrated wrestlers of all he time. Might be underrated, something else too. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, it's not just us. Um, there's been a running gag for 14 episodes straight. That this guy has been wanting to go on the podcast for so long Much to my chagrin, just kidding, I love him My fellow co-host with Cinemates, Mr. Michael Collins Hello sir, how are you? How's it going guys? Thanks for finally getting me on here I know hey, Glad it to have you man, Jake finally pleasure. gave us permission so.
1: I
3: think it has been a lot of uh, public outcry I think on the internet Trying to get me on the pod He
0: has been our number one yep. hater in I terms have, uh, of Actually, responding. I'm
1: your number one Hashtag hater Hashtag well, They
0: already cast. know that
2: I mean it's, he's not wrong, there's been a lot of like people asking I think I've seen like six different tweets
0: yeah, from the Probably. very first episode, he's. That's been a learning. lot if you think about <laughs> it. Actually yeah, is it lot. is.
3: <laughs> so glad you could be here. Thanks for having me, guys. I've, I'll uh, take a break from my Daniel slander while you were while you were in LA. <laughs> no, no, was,
2: it's welcome. It's welcome.
3: <laughs> I was oh.
1: trying to spread rumors that you knew nothing about basketball, <laughs> so I could replace you on here. He really this was. Is, this
2: is step one to that. Happening. So
1: you wanted to replace me on here, and Jake wanted to replace me on kick a boot. There's just.
2: There's a running fear, multiple you know. cues going around, man. Let's go. I going think on we
1: know
3: that maybe you're just not,
0: you know.
1: Yeah, maybe we're not built for this. You're not built yeah. for this. Maybe I not, think it's yeah. just
0: the, the thing is you don't like the podcasts you do.
1: No, but. no. I love this <laughs> podcast, but hate builds. <laughs> what? Hate what? builds character. Okay, so you see why I'm trying to replace him. <laughs> um,
0: I guess since you're our first guest, I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to ask you before we get into everything because it would feel weird to just throw a guest on here and not ask. Uh, what was your first experience with basketball?
3: With basketball? Oh, yeah. gosh. Uh, my dad was a high school coach. So oh, I yeah? Used, yeah, so we, I used to sit on the benches. But that was when I was, like, really, really young. So, I like, I have few memories of that. Uh, but then, you know, I think everyone just sort of plays with their buddies. But I didn't really get into the NBA until, like, high school-ish. And I think um, what really made me fall in love with the league was LeBron like 2016 or not 2016? Yeah, 2016. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, the comeback, uh, and then you know you just sort of oh, sh- oh shoot, that guy's like amazing. <laughs> saved yourself.
2: Yeah, I've done it. Uh, but it's then okay. I, yeah, you did it so twice in one episode. In yeah, you can always edit it out. Yeah,
3: yeah no. Uh, <laughs> but embrace. yeah, probably that. I think I've always loved basketball, but the league itself sort of I got drawn in by that. I'm a big reality TV fan. And, like, the
1: NBA is just a
3: big reality show. It, it is. It it's more about the is. players
1: than the teams at The this NBA point. is, is low-key the best reality show in the world. Straight out, man. There's a reason 100%. that us starting this podcast basically
0: in the off season and we have had content every single week is because this league is drama-filled. Yeah.
3: I find the transfer, like, transfer? I'm talking soccer. The, uh, the You're only used the to trades. talking about soccer. Right, I know. I'm so, so used to it. The, like, trades that the NBA gets in the summer is almost as entertaining as the regular season. Probably um, yeah. even more at this point. Free, Let's be honest. Free, agent, it's free agency free
0: agency in all the leagues, I think. I'd say all the leagues. NBA Probably, teams are the yeah.
2: most willing to shake things up to make things happen. Especially recently with like this growing culture of like you need instant results, or like if you don't get something going in like a three to four year window, you have to shake things up and blow blow it up completely. Because of that, we've seen free agency just go through the haywire with trades and stuff like that. Like NBA teams are willing to take more risks than I, I would say most other leagues. So I think that's what contributes yeah. to it, and it's it's a lot more exciting. Also, the best reality show in the world is Survivor, not the NBA. No, the, NBA's no. the, the NBA is great. the NBA. is far better than Survivor. No, it's not. Survivor I fell off. No, it didn't. Survivor it's did not so fall. Off. It did not fall. I'm off.
3: with Zelfy on the Survivor take, yeah. but
2: the NBA. Okay, the NBA is. It's great. all
3: year round okay. good content.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're getting into a very rough patch right now, but I will admit it's only like a month and a half, two months of like no content or like very little content. Yeah. But I just I just wanted to throw Survivor in there and give it its love. It's in true. terms of reality shows it's up there.
0: I'm with Zelfie, I'll give survivor its flowers. Yeah. Tony, it was the peak of Survivor.
2: Well, Tony? yeah, cuz he's the GOAT. It's like saying like you can only like the NBA cuz when LeBron is in it or when MJ's in it. His yeah.
0: llama noises are like ingrained oh, in my Tony
2: head. is the best. Tony Vlachos.
0: His llama <laughs> noises. I fell yeah. off Survivor when they just started adding like so many different shakeups after shakeups yeah. for every season. I'm just like why like it, it takes away from the actual strategy of the show.
2: Well, like, so Jeff, Jeff Prof has always said, like, we're willing to try things, right? And they'll, like, they, they'll try things for, like, a season or two, and then they'll hear back from fans saying that they didn't like it. So then they'll stop doing it. The hard part with them is, like, they film seasons back to back. Yeah. So, like, they can't take the feedback until two seasons from now because they're too busy filming it, especially with COVID and everything that happened. So that was something that's hurt them at times. But, like, at least they're willing to keep things from getting stale right and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but i like it because like it's gonna be different and you're gonna have different elements to things it's like again this is a terrible like like metaphor analogy like adding the three-point line i'm sure people at first like what is this sorcery like who needs to go that far he's like yeah. the basket's closer why wouldn't i go closer to the basket but then when you tell somebody it's worth more points like oh maybe this is a good idea
3: adding a tournament mid-season
2: yeah, yeah. yes
1: sir i'm
0: not fan of the island about they added that. though the what? The islands where they get eliminated, oh, the they can go on the island. Oh, they then... only did that for a bit. Yeah. They only did that for I really a bit. really didn't it's, like
2: that. That was like, a, a, like something specific for that one season, Redemption Island. Or when whatever. someone yeah.
0: won after being eliminated first, that's when you know they oh, jumped the Oh, that shark.
2: was Extinction. Edge of Extinction. extinction edge of Extinction. That's that it. one was that a one very was controversial
0: That, that was season. when I jumped off because yeah. I was like, they jumped the shark.
2: That one definitely <laughs> had people like very polarized for it. But
0: I, l- I like when reality shows do the
3: redemption thing. But randomly. I know it but be, it just it has to be like once in a decade or if something. If you get like that.
0: voted off first and you win, like that's you know, that, yeah, that yes. one was nuts.
2: That yeah. one was that one was really people weird. hate that. So like the problem with those ones is cause like that dude was voted off first, Chris Underwood, and he basically got to build relationships with yeah. everyone else getting voted off. So then when he got in the game, they're all his homies versus yeah. the person who technically did the best in the game to survive till that point got screwed couldn't over. build those relationships because they were in the game. So,
3: But isn't yeah. that all just the game
1: itself?
2: Yeah, it's the game within the game.
1: <laughs> I guess. I would love to contribute, but I think I've watched yeah. about one or two seasons max of Survivor. This you're is amazing. why we should just replace him on yeah, the podcast. Same. Anyway, if uh, you watched Survivor, let us know after the episode. I fell in love with basketball because
3: of Survivor was the point, right? That's and you're, you're a Raptors fan, Pretty right? Pretty much. That's the point. Yeah, much
0: to people's dismay or debate, yes, I am a Raptors fan. <laughs> what better way to talk about the <laughs> Raptors than to get into some Raptors news? You remember Garrett Temple? Sure do. The, yeah. the journeyman that has been in New Orleans the last two years. 37 years old, has ended up across the border. 37? In Toronto. Garrett Temple has signed a one year, $3.2 million deal. He is now going to be competing for a roster spot, assuming that he makes this, the roster. I would think he would. What do we all think of the very strange and random signing of Garrett Temple? Zolfi, I'll start with you.
2: Uh, this is this is a head scratcher. Cause it's a head scratcher because your depth supposedly is gonna be younger players for the most part. You'd say or like you'd hope. So adding like a veteran, and I think we joked about this off the pod, Dan, where I was like, oh, they're just adding Chicago Bulls veterans. They have Otto yeah. Porter, Thad Young, and now Garrett Temple. Yeah. But look, hey, if this team wants to apparently run it back and compete, he can be a piece that can help with that. He's a career 35% three-point shooter. Last season, he averaged like nearly 43%, but I will say he barely played. Last season, he averaged six minutes a game in New Orleans and 25 games played. That obviously isn't the best indicator barometer the season before in New Orleans. He averaged, like, almost 20 minutes a game, and he still did pretty good on his percentages. So he's a shooter. He can yeah. provide shooting there. He's also a great veteran. I think everything, if you see his, like, post-game pressers, in-practice media availability and stuff, he is just a locker room guy and a good presence to have. So I think that's why they did it. They He addresses a need in terms of the shooting, and he's going to be somebody who's going to be a good culture setter. So that's, that's going to be more than anything what he does.
3: Do you think it's because they couldn't rely on Otto?
2: Yeah, like Otto's gonna be. I think he's one of the biggest mysteries for this team because, like, I think so many people are off on Otto Porter Jr. because, like, he came on this team, we saw the money he got, and like, there was probably some expectations that he was gonna contribute. But the fact that when he was out there, he didn't contribute or even do much, and then he was out because of his injury, like, I think soured a lot of people on him for for yeah. one reason or the other. So, like, I feel like there's not much faith in him. But I don't know. I don't know for me. I think he, if he's healthy, he's gonna contribute on this team. Otto Porter Jr. was a year removed from winning a championship with Golden State when we got him, like, and he contributed on that championship run, which I think is insane that people forget that. So, like, he's he's obviously old; he's not gonna be doing a lot, but like, I think that is why they don't have faith in a guy like Otto. But I feel like people should.
0: But don't they already have their veteran presence in Thad Young?
2: Yeah, but you need the yeah. every voice you can get, right? Uh,
1: yeah, especially with all the turmoil yeah. last year. This G- sorry, the- go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, also, yeah, healthy auto, unreal player. Like, great, great shooter. Exactly what this team needs. Versatile. Yeah. The
0: issue is auto is just never healthy. Well, yeah. he can't
1: find his toe, so. <laughs> Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I mean, he's not wrong. That, that's what it is. It's the injury a dislocated was. toe. You have to locate the toe.
0: Is that, like, the strangest injury that happened this year? A dislocated toe? Locate that toe immediately. <laughs> I'm not acknowledging your bad <laughs> joke, okay? I'm trying to move, but I feel like that's like the weirdest injury in the world—a dislocated toe. That's got to be like the most painful thing and the weirdest Sounds designation you've know you know ever like, had.
2: Why doesn't that happen more in the NBA? Your basketball players jump in at a crazy height, yeah. dribbling, cutting off, like hard stops on
0: dribbles and crossovers. I feel like that should be more common. Like, what is a dislocated toe? What, what do you mean? It's your, a toe your, that gets lost? But gets
1: like... <laughs> stop it! Sorry. You know, you dislocate <laughs> like, <hit> a finger <laughs> or something. You can't find it, dude. It's what it, is. it is what it is.
0: Have you ever a dislocated toe. anything? Which toe do you think it was? Big. It's gotta be big. Gotta be. I, I was thinking big Really? Too. I thought yeah. pinky. I was thinking pinky or middle. I feel like you could- Okay, definitely not middle. Pinky. How do you <laughs> I even dislocate the middle? How
2: would it be the you middle? You could like
0: tape your
3: pinky toe to your other that. toe and be fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. I
3: feel like it's your big toe
2: nah it's a good point it's that's pretty
3: true. secure
0: in there that's probably why it's yeah. not dislocating yeah, should we get some inside sources on that should we try to find out what up. toe auto the porter the second yeah. toe in his left foot but oh, from sex? what side so it's his though. index toe <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> is that what it is it has to be the, the from the big toe
1: side
3: yeah okay. yeah second in yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, so, yeah so
1: actually Jake you're, you're onto something you know here. it was Fair one enough. of the middle toes it was one of the middle it's toes it's
3: pointer toe pointer toe
2: pointer toe
3: is it long? Maybe it's you, longer than his big Jay, toe. Yeah, do you point with Jay, your do you feet? often
2: point at things with your toe?
3: Hey, man.
0: These feet have seen some things. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I uh-huh. yeah, all right.
2: I'm not even going to dive into that one. All
3: right. I
0: mean, I just have big feet. That's I, what yeah. I was trying Any to say. Any other
2: <laughs> thoughts on Garrett Temple as a player and not his toes? Uh, I think it's for
3: depth, and I think it's because the uncertainty around Otto. You get a veteran in the, in the locker room. I think he said it all. 37's old, but, I mean, how many minutes is he really to so much play? older than I thought he yeah, actually that, was. I, He's, just He's just a shooter. He's a spot-up. Like, that's all he's going to play. I
2: will, I will say it's going to be very interesting that they have, like, all these depth pieces who have NBA experience because I want to see what Darko is going to do with them in the sense, like, how much is he going to play these guys? Because we know if these, like, I, again, I'm not trying to bag on Nick Nurse, but none of these guys would have touched the floor with Nick Nurse as the coach, right? Yeah. Because of what we know, they, they have very little to offer. But when they do play, they do have something to contribute. So, like, let's see if Darko takes the same route as Nick Nurse in terms of, like, I I know who my quality guys are that I want to develop. And these guys are just here to be a voice. Or is he going to actually give them some minutes and do something with them? So it, it gives Darko enough resources to be creative. But let's see what he does.
0: Do you want to read that fun stat? Sure. I don't know if it's fun. It's random. But
2: it's random, but like uh very random sad Josh Lundberg tweeted this out. Thirteen NBA seasons for Garrett Temple. He's played on eleven different teams and had two hundred and twenty teammates. That's the third most amongst active players, trailing only Jeff Green. Wow. And Ish Smith. Jeff Green, two forty seven teammates on eleven teams in fifteen years, and Ish Smith, two hundred and thirty teammates on thirteen <laughs> teams in 13 years he's ish 13 teams in 13 years so he's basically Damn. changing a team a year at this rate and
0: he's the oldest out of the three of them yeah
2: but like hey that'll help it, you with your hoop grids yeah well ish, ish Smith has to be a good guess for almost any any of these things but jeff green and ish smith after all of that they finally got a championship with the nuggets so keep pursuing your dreams man you never know what's gonna that's happen that's a good point that's yeah. sick
1: i was just gonna say i'm so i mean Honestly, I forgot if Smith was on the team, but I'm so happy Jeff Green got a championship, man. He's been trying for so long, going to so many teams, and he's just like a really humble guy. That was he, awesome to he see. He would be a great person to make like a documentary on. Fifth overall
2: pick, he was like going to be one of those like young studs with the with the supersonics. So like KD, Russell Westbrook, and then eventually you had James Harden, Serge Ibaka. Like imagine if Jeff Green was who he was supposed to be on that team, how special that would have been. Has that like heart condition. I don't know if it was a heart attack or he had heart surgery. One of them, like something, he had a heart condition that happened. Jeff Green? Yeah. It was like, that was his big thing. It was open heart surgery. It was open heart surgery. Yeah, so that, all the whole thing with Jeff Green, he had a medical scare. The guy probably didn't even know if he could play basketball. Comes back, becomes probably one of the most, like, well-liked, NBA bench guys. That's so consistent on all these teams. He's a staple in the league, and then he goes to win a championship in his fifteenth year. Like, and there's not, there's no better like storybook ending than that. And he's not even done yet. But like, what a perfect yeah. story for a guy like him.
0: Dude, pitch totally that to agree. Netflix.
2: Hey man, if Netflix is listening,
0: Journeyman, pitch it to Paul. Hey, got, got your title right title there.
2: Too.
0: Uh, let's move on from Garrett Temple to Kobe Bufkin, who is now eligible to be traded. Spicy. He was signed. 30 days ago I guess it's 31 now he was eligible as of yesterday and which means that bunch of Hawks fans bunch of Raptor fans are starting to reignite talk about trading away Pascal Siakam I've seen a lot more trades mocking him in there and then there's been some three team trade idea that's kind of been floated around a little bit especially with the Mavs interested in Clint Capella as we know that that would be one piece that would be coming back in that trade for Pascal Siakam, and the Raptors don't really see a need for him, I would think, with Yaka Yeah. So let's go over this three-team trade idea, shall we? It would be the Mavericks getting Clint Capella with the Hawks getting Pascal Siakam and Chris Boucher. And the Raptors taking back DeAndre Hunter, Tim Hardaway Jr., Kobe Bufkin, and two first round picks, one in twenty twenty four and one in twenty twenty six. And the one in twenty twenty four is via Sacramento. Wow. What do we think of that trade overall? Mike, I'll start with you, because you had a visceral reaction to that. I mean, that sounds
3: amazing for the Raptors. I mean, I'm on the I've been a Pascal doubter this summer. Yes, I've you been have on the to. trade, Pascal.
2: Okay, are you a doubter because you don't see like a long-term pathway with him, or because you don't think he's good?
3: I think he's good. I just I don't think the timelines matched up. But now okay. uh, I would say now I'm back on go run it back for the Raptors. But I mean that trade sounds perfect. I think that meets a nice timeline.
1: Dan helps you. I I mean I uh, I'm not like the biggest fan. I mean like of the trade or Pascal. No, I'm a big fan of Pascal. Dan loves Pascal. I'm a big fan of Pascal. What don't you like about that trade for the Raptors? Well, Pascal was being touted for Scoot Henderson, and that didn't end up working out. But it's just a bit like it leaves a sour taste in your mouth knowing that Pascal was being touted for Scoot, and then that fell apart, and then now you're trading for the 13th pick in that same draft. Yeah, yeah. And Dion, but you weren't getting Scoot. See, that's what I mean. Like, so, yeah, now I looked up You reports. can say touting for it, but yeah, I, if well, you now didn't you get them, then up this, up this is what you're getting. Well, the, uh, the original reporting was that they were open to it, but then l- reporting came out later from Jake Fisher that they were not okay with it, that OG Portland or – Portland wasn't okay with Portland, it. Portland, yes, yeah. that o- OG or Pascal were not enough for Scoot. Um, I just – I still think I, – I, I don't think Kobe Bufkin is enough uh, for Pascal, and I'm not on the DeAndre Hunter train, Um I know some people think he has like more upside. I don't think he has upside. I think I'm Really? I'm, we I'm know off, what we're getting with DeAndre Hunter. I'm do off. We? The tra- totally. I I was on the DeAndre on DeAndre Hunter train for like the past couple of years. I'm off it now. I don't really see where he goes with this career. I agree um, with Jake. That you kind of know 20. what you're getting from him, but he's don't 25. you think that'd be a valuable piece for
3: what
0: they're trying to do? He's a poor man's OG. He is a poor man's OG. I if you already have OG, why do you want two of them? Well, I think there, we there's another enough. question. Right? Well, if you do have this have trade, then I think
3: you're swapping OG after
0: it. I don't think so. No, why would? Well, no, why would
2: you,
3: well, no, why like, would you swap OG? You, okay, after so, if you
0: do
2: this trade, I'm not saying you have to swap OG, but like, don't we do the Raptors not have to be prepared in case OG just doesn't want to come back? Exactly. Because like, you we, we just talked about this, and Dan, you kept bringing it up how like the Raptors lost Fred VanVleet for nothing, yeah. and how bad that was, or how that sour can't was. happen again. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you let that happen again with, and I'm not saying they're not gonna try to keep OG, but like DeAndre Hunter's is 25. He averages 15, 4, and, like, 2 assists. His his stats, like, efficiency-wise, 46 for the field, 35% from 3. Not terrible. Not terrible. I guess you could argue that maybe that is as, as far as he goes as a ceiling. Sure. But he's a versatile wing defender. He's 6'8". And I, I think we're just also missing the fact that, like, this sets up the Raptors really well for their whole rebuild thing because Kobe Bufkin, you may not know what he's going to be, but he's a lottery pick and two first-round picks. You basically get yeah. three first-round picks for Pascal Siakam.
3: What like, a, is it are you really yeah. going to get much
2: more than you're that? You're asking him just to so, want so Scoot the,
3: Henderson over three first round picks. So this would And the, who else all, was involved in that? There's another player, right?
2: Chris Boucher. But he's just salary cap filler. Not,
3: not Chris Boucher. Oh, another Tim, Hardaway. The Raptors. Tim, Hardaway. Tim Hardaway, Hardaway Jr.
1: Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't think anyone is excited about well, I like getting Tim Hardaway, I mean he's Jr. a shooter. He's I'll say he's, I like him. If you're Jr. excited about Tim he's Hardaway an Jr. I'm not saying I'm excited about it, but you get pieces back. What
3: do you think you're going to get for Pascal? Well, or this, are you trying to this, run it back? this trade, Pascal.
1: <laughs> Pascal. <laughs> this trade only happens if Pascal is extending with the team. This trade is not happening because Pascal has said he doesn't want to re-sign with other teams. So this trade, I'm sorry, I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going in w- to this with the mindset that Pascal has multiple years going into the team that he's going to. That's how I see it. And from that alone, that raises his value. Because in reality, outside of this Twitter-made trade, Pascal is not staying anywhere Longer than the rental time he's there, he's stated that clearly multiple times. So this trade, maybe I don't think you're getting anything better. Yeah,
2: okay, I I get that, but like if they trade him, Pascal is not just gonna like was he going to come back to the Raptors?
1: Yeah, I don't know what he'll do, but like he's gonna he, resign it's, with whoever. That's he not comes. a guarantee. Probably, though, it's not a
2: guarantee, but it's likely it's most because likely gonna happen. It, they'll probably they're gonna be able to offer him the most money, the team that yeah, he's with, will. and. He can still just demand a trade even though he signed, which most NBA superstars do nowadays. So why would he raise the money? Are you talking with
1: Raptors or the team that he just went to?
2: If he gets traded to another team. So, like, the whole argument that your, your argument is that he needs to be signed with a team long term to make this trade happen? I think so, yeah.
1: Like, that's how I see he's it. Same because then you'll get more value. Because if he's, he's completely confirmed. tanked his value.
2: But, uh, you're on not the getting market. any more
3: value than this. So, so this that's is, something that's, I think you're wrong about. This is great
2: value as a not okay, that, yeah, that,
3: this is enough. Yeah, this is like an incredible. Th- hold on. So the, okay, this, so this is, on, is probably hold the hold best hold on, hold you're hold going on. to ever get for Pascal.
0: You guys are also doing this under the assumption that Pascal wouldn't be signed already to a long term extension. There's a possibility. And I get that this trade is current but there's more of a like plausibility that this could happen still with him signed long term.
2: Yeah, that's true. And even because
1: why wouldn't he be signed long term before? Like the, regardless of him signing, the Raptors can still trade him. Are you saying yeah. Raptors sign him, extending him and then trading him? Yeah. Yeah. So then obviously he has more value then if if you're extending him but even if like he's not signed
2: long term, like what part of the deal doesn't make sense to you? Yeah, yet? what do you think? Is going to get more the lock lock for of first round like, like, picks? If you're, telli- if okay. you're telling me it's that him three, not being signed long term, okay, 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 okay. Wait, wait, okay. No, wait, if you're saying if he's not signed long term, the other teams wouldn't do this trade. That's a different argument than from the Raptors' perspective.
1: Yeah, the other teams would not do this trade. 100%. I disagree. I, I disagree. Too. For one year.
2: Well, they would well, be doing not, it under the assumption it's not one. Yeah, year.
1: right. You can't just say that's oh it's going to earlier. be. Well, one my year. my
2: point is, if they're coming to the table to negotiate this, they're probably already under the assumption, or they've talked to Pascal that like, hey, we're making this trade yeah. with you. All coming, right, all yeah, right. You're right.
1: I'm wrong. You're right. I'm no, well, no, no, not, no. But no, you're saying it, it actually, no. You I'm, guys are making I'm valid more points, curious. Though, like, so so like you're saying I that you could increase the value. What else do you think you're gonna get? You, I think if he get another first round pick, I don't get another Pascal. Two first round picks.
2: It, again, it's two, but three, Kobe Bufkin. Kobe Buffin's basically he's a player first now, round. though.
1: Like, he is a player now, though. And that's yeah, not the, a pick. There's value in making a pick yourself over having a player that they're trading. There absolutely is value in that. So, two first round picks. <laughs> yes. A player that was just, that was fair, just drafted. But it,
2: he's a player that they probably were considering drafting.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what the reports are saying, but the reports also say we're going to draft Suggs over Scotty, other than Jake Fisher.
2: I mean, I, mean, this, I guess I'm not going to play devil's advocate and say there's one report, so it counts, but I, I get your point. But. My thing is, is like this again: two first-round picks, technically a third, depending on how you look at Kobe Bufkin. You get two guys who can be contributors right now, DeAndre Hunter and Tim mm-hmm. Hardaway Jr. You can flip them honestly if you need to at the trade deadline, especially Tim Hardaway Jr. You're
0: not keeping Tim Hardaway Jr. Well, you're not you just gonna.
2: So? I don't think you're gonna give him up for like dead
3: money. No, but you keep
0: him until the trade deadline, yeah, and then yeah. you flip him. Shh, I'm we getting, that getting that Hardaway Jr. jersey. Though. Are you Raptors? Do you need Dude, guard depth, get, actually Raptors
3: actually. <laughs> <too close laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. Jersey time, baby. He's so old now. Grow up. He's a junior. He must be a child. This is true. (laughs) All right. No, I I see the value in this.
2: The Mass pick is also 2026. That's two years from now. Who knows what the Luka Kyrie situation is, Dave? That could be a really good pick. It's a great
0: point it's the one pick the Sacramento pick that's a little off because Sacramento's going to be yeah, good yeah they're only going to get better yeah so like, you're not you're getting we, a late are, are we
2: willing to bank on that though I love Sacramento yes, I would I would,
0: yeah. I would absolutely I, think, yeah, I, I would exactly 100% keep there's going. no way for Sacramento to go than up that and they team, already had such a great okay year.
2: that team has also been like one of the most cursed franchises in like the hey, last hey, decade and a half. And they Am also just took
3: they Golden State to now. seven games. Yeah, like They have the beam I don't now. see regression from that team in the I next don't. few years.
2: I, I think it really depends on like how that, their roster building goes. They have a core of, like, DeMontis and DeAaron, but, like, I think the West just, is so competitive, too, that can easily go downhill quick. I think
3: that's just their ceiling, though, if you're worried about roster construction. I think this is, like, the bare minimum. They're going to be a first-round playoff team for the next few years.
2: Yeah, fair. Like, I get, I'm not against it, and I'm rooting for it, but, like, I, I totally could see a future where like the Sacramento team is back to like a playing team real real fast. I think it's the but fact that then,
0: that's still high, right? Most of their core is already signed. That I'm willing to bet more on Sacramento being good for a long time when they have those main pieces already locked down to long term contracts.
2: Yeah, fair enough. I just Sacramento, when like you have
0: the Lakers are a one shot. Like this is their yeah. year. If they don't win this year, they're done. Again. I guess I guess
2: for me with Sacramento is like after done. like almost two decades of not. Proving yourselves are doing anything, they had one season where they finally did it. I need to see more before I'm willing to say like they are a consistent like playoff
0: team. I don't disagree, yeah. but seeing all the factors that have worked towards them and seeing how much of a culture built franchise this is, they yeah. remind me of a young Raptors team with, yeah. with more talent. I Fair. think. Yeah, I see. I' it's funny you say that. I see them more in purgatory for the next couple of years of a first round playoff team. Well,
2: that sounds like a young Raptors team. Exactly, <laughs> that
0: does actually. Yeah. Exactly, but I'm willing to bet on them in the future pushing once all the main contenders are out of their way
2: yeah huh. that's fair
0: yeah. i think there's my king's stake. what do you
2: like-
3: see it for the other teams though do you think they'd pull the trigger on that um, I
0: think the Mavs do it immediately. Yeah I, big, Mavs, they they they, yeah, I think Mavs they need a big. I think This is asking a
2: lot from Capella. the Mavs. You need to
0: you need to upgrade immediately away yeah. from Powell. You've Actually, done Dwight yeah. Powell for how many years Ma- now? I yep. don't even hate Dwight Powell. I think he's a very solid bench player. He is not a starter in this league anymore. You need to upgrade with Clint Capella, who is still one of the better centers in the league and he offers you so much around Luka and Kyrie. You do it immediately. Yeah,
1: I'm on Actually, the shake on that. I see like what's he's saying? With it might be a lot, because I don't know if Capella's worth worth. Uh, like I'm, I'm a, a pick like, and a player. Yeah, like I'm not That's really right. like. It, they you need don't think him. Clint Capella right now is worth a pick and a player.
0: Why? What's with what the hate on Clint Capella? I, it's I not, not hate, think, but
2: is he really worth that much?
0: I think
1: so. A first round
2: pick two years from now.
1: He's a walking double double. I think if you're the Mavs, he's and even you need more it valuable. Rebounding. Than that. It feels like really? Harden and Capella will be recreated, and I, that didn't work. For two players that huck the ball like crazy, you need someone to help get offensive yeah, rebounds. Yeah, that's a fair yeah. point. I just I think they only do this because they're desperate, because they desperately need a big. Yeah. I don't think Capella's your first choice.
0: And But that's what bigs that's cost the, nowadays. Yeah, that's the cost, and that's the market. When, how often do you see big, reliable centers on the market? Jakob Pertl's a rarity yeah. that he was available for the price he was. I know Raptors fans are going to go, oh, they gave up too much. That's what you're yeah. giving up for a top ten center in the league. Clint Capella is yeah. a top like, ten center. The type of player that Dallas is going to get is going to be that, a pal. The
2: whole giving like, up that much for a top ten center thing is again, it's just because there's not that many good centers. So like the he's a top ten in his
0: position category, but that doesn't
2: mean much nowadays.
0: I get that, but Mavs are in the same place where they need to win. Yeah, I mean, look I at the pay, league. You have to, like, you have to have a big
2: paying like twenty five million for like Clint Capella on that team when you're already paying Luka and Kyrie is it not just easier to just draft a young big and kind of like have him be a contributing piece
0: I understand that but when you look at the big guys in the west they all have a big that's going to bully this Mavs team if they do not get help yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, Anthony Davis is going
0: to kill them Nikola Jokic is going to kill them they need help Mavs don't match up well against anybody Looney will kill them they kill every
1: center in the league so that doesn't really matter they need a big and if,
0: if Clint Capella is available they need to jump on that immediately and I think the only way they do do that is in a three-team trade. Doo do. And I think that they hop on. <laughs> this is the last time you're coming back on the <laughs> podcast.
2: Okay, I, I agree that he'll help them. He will help them, but like going chips into the table of uh, to have a break three of Luca, Kyrie, and Clint Capella is just.
3: You have Luca and Kyrie. This is the time to go with the yeah, chips Luca all in the going, table. I,
2: I I like the idea. I know, but, like, we already saw just Luca and Kyrie alone. All, all that team did was regress, technically. They went from in the play-in to out of the play-in. true. So, like.
3: Yeah. Hey, next year, though, Clint Capella, Kyrie, Luca, LeBron James.
2: There's everyone That's, on the Dallas yeah. Mavericks.
3: Bronny Jr. Yeah. The team's going to excel. Nah. They need a big.
2: They, d- they, they do don't match big, up well I'm against anybody
1: not. in the West. I'm definitely not disputing that. I just. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it's too much? I just think Capella has regressed.
2: I think optically saying I'm willing to give up a first-round pick and one of my, like, main rotation players
1: for Clint Capella just sounds weird. Yeah. That's that's how I feel about it, too. Like, do I think they need it, though, because they're desperate? Yeah. Do I like it for them? I think it sounds weird, but I think it makes the most sense. Yeah, because they're desperate. They don't they don't have any options. They are desperate. They yeah. just signed Kyrie. Yeah, ex- exactly. So they don't have any options. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but why like, would they not? Well, because I don't like that you, you have to give to be, that up. You just want them to be desperate? What does that even mean? <laughs> well, they're trying to win an NBA championship. They don't yeah. do anything. You just want to watch Kyrie and Luca struggle for a whole season? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just I'm reiterating the same thing that Zolfi said, that just giving that much up for Capella just doesn't feel... Right, doesn't feel right in terms of the market. Like I will but say, but that's, right that's now that's just what the market that's is. What the their market only, is.
2: Their only centers on the roster right now are they have JaVale McGee. They drafted Derek Lively the second, and they have Rashawn Holmes. So I get it. They yeah. don't really have a big that can. This is probably more for Wait, defense who, than are anything. You, were you
1: talking drafted Rashawn Holmes?
2: No, the the Mavericks the Mavs have signed. Rashawn oh. Holmes. Oh okay. no, they they traded no, for him. Yeah, they have Rashawn Holmes, JaVale McGee, and they drafted Derek Lively the second. So, like, those are their centers. So, I get it. Like, they're a little shallow there. But I just don't see, like, Rashawn, I I get people don't like him as much. But, like, you can't tell me that he can't do a bit of what Clint Capella
1: does. I can He no, absolutely I, can't. Rashawn Holmes was I really can tell good you on that. Sacramento. He just had the His off-court His contract stuff. is just terrible. He's on Dallas. He, he had the off He used to be on Sacramento. And I know. I'm telling you. Good. But
3: he's not on Sacramento anymore. He's hey, not but that it's player. Because
1: of the off-court stuff. We haven't seen him on the court off-court stuff has really hindered his career, which, d- deservedly so, is pretty, a pretty bad thing to do. But he's, Clint he was Capella offers talented. you so much more. I don't know if he does. Defensively, sure. Offensively,
2: like... Yeah, offensively. He might offer less offensively other than rebounding. Like, he just rim runs. But Sean or... Holmes
3: is still a great rebounder. I don't think you need him yeah. to, to be an offensive weapon when you have Luka and Kyrie. You just need to get the board on offense and play a little D. Which Holmes can do. Yeah.
1: Defense though, Capella,
2: Javale like McGee. Don't don't sleep on Javale. Like I'm sorry. Like, he's no,
1: I do like no, Javale, I but like JaVale. he's JaVale. just not a you know, 30 minute a game. No, exactly. Yeah, he's not that. You know who I sleeps exactly. on him is Luca. Yes. Apparently, Luca does not like him. Why? Like Supposedly, this? really? Yeah. probably
2: just smarter than Luca. That's why. Javale <laughs> McGee is actually a really like. He well, always has been
3: very good. I
0: love Javale. Yeah.
1: Yeah, He does. All right.
3: Although his shacking a fool highlights are
1: i Shack as well. Does all time.
0: I do want to quickly before we move on to the next segment, I want to talk about Christian Wood because I'm a little confused as to why this guy is still not on any team because he was so productive a year ago and one bad season apparently is having him just completely shunned from every single NBA team with the only one who has interest is the Lakers who don't have money to pay him and they're going to be hoping that they can get him on a short term friendly deal, friendly deal. Why does no team want Christian Wood? I don't get it. I actually don't get it. I'd love to tell you,
2: but I don't know. I think I don't know the situation well enough, but if I had to guess, it'd have to do with like him maybe wanting in- an increased role, a better contract, or whatever the case is. And he's also, I think, built a reputation that he's one of those guys where – You put him on a bad team and give him a lot of minutes, he will give you numbers. You put him on a good team and he needs to fit in more of a role and do less and be efficient, and he doesn't thrive in that situation. So if you build a reputation like that, it doesn't help your chances in terms of teams wanting to sign you. And I think that's been part of it. I like Christian Wood, and I think he has talent, that's for sure. But if I had to hazard a guess as to why his situation is the way it is right now, I think that would probably be it.
0: He's got to be on a roster by the start of the season, right? I'm sure back to Houston, he will. man. Houston can't get him. That that would he f-
1: does not fit that team at all. He doesn't fit really any team
0: right now. He fits yeah, he
1: fits the Lakers. No, I, I agree with Mike. I, I always, I've always seen him like he's talented, but I've always seen him as like the best player on a bad team. That's kind of how I've always envisioned him because he does want a bigger role, it it seems like. And I don't think he's willing to sacrifice parts of his game in order to better the team. And he had, he definitely had attitude problems early in his career, and I don't know if I think he overcame them. But like, uh, when you're when you have talent and you go to, you want to go to a championship team, like you have to sacrifice part of your game sometimes in order to better the team. And I don't think he's willing to do that.
2: It's it's all about timing and perception. So like, Jeremy Grant is almost entirely the same player. He went way on a bad defender.
1: Detroit.
2: Uh, yeah, I want to say wait a, a better defender. But he went on a bad Detroit Piston team, showed what he could do, and then after that he went to, what is it, Portland, and he's fitting in more of a role. gets this bag because of his situation, but the first thing he did in this league was he was a contributing role player, and he showed that he could do that in OKC. In, uh, where was he after? Denver. Denver, sorry, that's what I was going for. Denver as well, so he showed he can do those things. I think he was in Philadelphia as well. Uh, so he just showed that he can be a contributing role player, but Christian Wood's thing was never that. He had, like, that little time with uh, Houston earlier, and I think even before that he was with a different team. But immediately when he had the time to shine, he did it, and it was good. But then he hasn't shown that ability to be a contributing role player. So, mm-hmm. again, going back to the reputation, thing, like, I don't really see him and Jeremy Grant as very different players. Their stats are kind of similar as well. Christian Wood is 16-8. Jeremy Grant is 20-4. and four. Yeah. So, like, really, they're not that different. But one has a reputation of being this good guy who can play a role and do things, and one doesn't. And you see, you saw the uh, contract Jeremy Grancott, versus Christian Wood, who can't even stay in the league, apparently. So I think that's what it is. It's timing and reputation. Yeah. What
3: as, t- as a fantasy owner of him, I can see I don't want him on a team next
1: year. <laughs> Honestly, like three years ago?
3: Oh, he, he was money, bro. Dude, he it was like a double-double double
1: machine. Bro, he won me my league. Like, it was massive. I picked him up, like, midway through the season. Yeah. I had no clue how. He was on the transfer market or whatever it's called in the fantasy. I'm thinking soccer. soccer. Yeah, it's two soccer. Free agency? I don't know. What is it called? Anyway, free free agency. agency. No, in Yahoo, there's a... Free oh, agency. Uh, a, the waiver wire? The waiver, waiver wire. wire. Oh, you're right. No, yeah. I tripled down on that and I was wrong um, still. Yeah, he was there somehow halfway through the season. I picked him up and he won my league for me. So is it going to be the Lakers that sign him?
2: I don't, I don't, I'm, don't if really... If he has no
1: other offer, yeah. then yeah, he's
0: going to play there rather than a G League or something.
2: I don't really know where else... He fits.
0: It's just, there's two names that just, like, the other one, P.J. Washington is still not on a team either. Uh, <laughs> like, why? Why? Really? It's, he's 24, and he's shown that he can be capable. I just, I don't understand how th- these young
1: players are just giving up that fast. That Yeah, that is weird. P.J. Washington definitely, I see potential in, so that's weird that he's not on a team.
2: He He'll probably end up on a team, like, towards the end of the bench. P.J. Washington is, like, similar in the sense that, like, He's not efficient, he's very streaky, and when he's playing well, you think, wow, this guy should be getting like 25, 30 minutes a night, but that doesn't happen often. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you need to show some consistency, and if he does, it'll turn around for him, but until that happens, I think he's just going to be fighting for roster spots.
3: The league is really good. Yeah. It is. Expansion? I think we have to remember that. (laughs) Expansion P.J. Washington's great, but there's a lot of really good players in the NBA. (laughs)
2: There's a lot of players that can do what P.J. Washington does. Exactly
0: it's been expansion time for a long time now yeah it is it's las vegas man las vegas i think yeah, it is las vegas two. next hey, hey, hey
2: hold on to these remember we have an idea we do have an idea for an so expansion track. we're not we're not gonna uh,
0: yes yes we're so sh- not gonna do that yet but that ah, should be coming okay.
2: yeah,
3: within okay.
1: the next week hold on or so. to the
2: ideas and thoughts
1: yes well i, I won't las vegas baby we're coming <laughs> there you go you got mike Collins's. Did, but- <laughs> does anyone actually live in las vegas uh, no but people
2: still spend money there it's a destination yeah, I guess that's
1: why so it's a tourist team have you been i guess no i haven't have you yeah i was there in september do you like it yeah it was freaking amazing nice. <laughs> it's las vegas
3: is literally what you think las vegas is so like if I, if you went there and you're like oh this team has a basketball team like i think it was the WNBA championship when i was there yeah Oh, that's people sick. were going crazy for it oh, and dope. just tourists if you put a a basketball team i mean they already go nuts for the summer league and they're,
1: they're about going to go nuts for the in-season tournament they're gonna go nuts for the in-season tournament let's go cool. i'm going nuts for the in-season tournament i'm not AK? i love that idea man so awesome i love the in-season. i'm not, not getting
0: into it because dan's gonna start
1: coming from my neck again if i start what throwing my are you, mo- you in so anti in-season tournament he does not
0: like it someone at all. doesn't watch the podcast well you're not guys aren't on youtube i can't really watch yeah, it yeah gotta listen to it
3: the no list. one does listen. that anymore
0: how dare you listen you guys wanna do a fun little
3: segment? I do listen to the podcast, by the way. Yeah. I've written down uh, all really my all your bad one. takes that I'm ready to have written down. <laughs> name Not one. this episode. I gotta I gotta have a clean slate before <laughs> I don't
0: know. You almost <laughs> swore within the first ten minutes of the podcast. Hey, I said shoot. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a little fun little segment. I was thinking of this of what we could do for some off season talk. And I thought, what better than to go through our way too early predictions for the NBA awards this year? How does that sound for you guys?
2: I like it. I like get fun, make some early bold guesses and see how they pan out.
0: We're going to go through every category. We're going to do a little round table. We're going to have a discussion about everything. We're going to start with rookie of the year, then we're going to go to MIP clutch, six man of the year, defensive player, then coach of the year and then finally MVP. So we'll start off with rookie of the year. I'll go first. I think this man had a legitimate shot at rookie of the year last year and I Chet, think him Chet, not Chet, playing Chet. this year or not playing and move to this year, Mr. Chet Holgram is going to take home that hardware. Okay, I'll, I'll jump on with you because that's my pick. Yeah, that was uh, my that pick was as my well. Oh, right, right.
1: let's go! It's hey, a uh, podcast. All four of us, Chet Holmgren.
0: Yeah, Chet Holgram looked amazing in his summer league stint, and I understand it summer league. You cannot judge everything off there, but I thought he was one of the more ready NBA players last year. Seems that his injury is not going to constrain him whatsoever this year. And I'm so high on OKC this year. It is ridiculous. I think he will fit that system so well. I'm so excited to see what he looks like besides Shea. I think it's all the money moves. I'm not worried about him in the slightest about his weight, about his length. I think he's going to come in and give Victor Wembayana a shot for Rookie of the Year.
3: I like it. Do you think that if OKC sort of overperforms what they're doing, that they'll the their franchise is sort of forced to make a big move and maybe centers or... Are- Whatever they're going to place Chet as this season
0: as a trade piece. I mean, uh, they have like unlimited picks. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was thinking. They have like 20. They have a picks. ton of picks. They also but don't you think people would want, picks, want right? players?
2: Yeah, people would be asking for players. Exactly. In trades, especially if they. That's show,
0: my only downside on
2: them. I would be.
3: Also, Wembenyama.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say the OKC Thunder wouldn't do it. I would be very disappointed if they did it because they've gotten this far by just trusting their own process. Like you, we've seen them throughout the years. You'd be disappointed
3: been if they traded their players or their picks. Their players. Yeah, because I think they have to trade their picks this they season. Do. They, they, yeah, they do. they can't if make something. If their team
2: picks. like becomes as competitive as we think they can and live up to their potential, they got to start trading away yeah. picks to build around that roster.
3: And I think this is the season to do it.
2: Yeah, I I don't know if it has to be this season. They, they got because, time. They, I gotta see got Chet. Time. Okay, they have time, but
3: if Chet performs how we we think he will, all four of us. Yeah. Um. And Shea Gilgis is still this like unicorn in the league that's like an all time player. They're gonna overperform this season, right?
2: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's And I fair. think that
3: sort of forces the franchise to if, actually make a move, especially if we at see, the deadline. Yeah,
2: if we see like the Chet Shea like duo becoming like a true duo, and then I think you're right that in some regard, okay so we'll need to look at a third piece to that. They have some like ancillary pieces that can be good with them in terms of like a Lou Dort and whatnot, or, like the Jay Williams. So they have those, but They'll probably need like that third piece to put them over the top. So you are right in that regard. If you see a real like duo there between those guys, then yeah. they're gonna have to be like, we need to add something. Like if think... they're
3: sitting in a good seed,
1: yeah, and I think they'll make a, a a big move. Do you think Giddy could turn into that third piece? I hope so. I he like could. Giddy. I like I... Giddy too.
0: Yeah, he was getting All Star talk last year. Yeah,
2: Josh Giddy to me like his peak seems like I'm not saying this is a bad peak. It's like Jason Kidd. And I think that would be perfect. That's like yeah. a really yeah, good like, peak. That would be perfect with this team. But to achieve that will take a lot, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. So to answer your question, yes, can Josh Giddy become that third guy? But I think if he's not developing on the pace of a Chet and Shea, uh, then they're going to have to look to add something yeah. that, that's going to be fair. matching that pace.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Kind of shocked none of us said when by on him. Wembanja, let me try that again. Nyama. Let, let me try that for the third time. I think time.
2: Scoot
3: has a better chance than Wemby.
0: So do I. That's I crazy, think it's, eh? it's
2: Narratives, right? Like Yeah. A lot of people expect Wemby to be who he is, and he's gonna hopefully be fantastic. But then, if yeah. you have another player even match that, I think more people give that yep. other player credit because 100%. they're like, "Oh, Wemby should have been running away with this."
3: Yeah. If Wemby doesn't look like a perennial all-star
0: in his first season, then. Yeah, I was going to say he's not they, getting the award. He's then. not getting it. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. do you also think the, th- the thought that he's on the Spurs with not much expectations of that team this year is also going to help limit him a little bit?
3: I think that'll help
0: his case cuz he's going to be in a yeah, crappy team rookie, and the only player really doing something.
2: I think the whole media argument normally only just applies for like MVP. The yeah. rest of them usually like people are able to yeah, figure y- out yeah. like who who's a good uh candidate for the award, but for MVP definitely market's matter.
0: Does rookie ever go for like a losing
1: team?
2: So, I'm pretty yeah, sure Ben I, think, I don't a think lot. when Ben yeah I think more often than not they're a yeah. really good Paolo Bancaro was Rookie of the Year Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotty's
1: a rare yeah. occasion where actually winning did factor into his Rookie of the Year award a lot yeah. of people were impressed that he contributed that's to it that's because that class was like a lot of winners though yeah. I, I love that class that's one of my favorite draft classes in recent years who's the best player from it currently oh man that's tough I, I think just based off how good his defense is I, I might go Mobley but Mobley over Cade. I well, think Cade's just, Cade. well, just because Cade, Cade was Cade. out for so much Health of the season. Health plays a role. I think yeah, Cade is better. But fully, Cade looks better. Fully healthy, I'm going Cade 100. percent But just like he had so much injury last season, and I felt like I just didn't get to see as much of him as I wanted to because of that. You I know? think I think um, I think what do we pro-
3: all agree like Cade Mobley Barnes. There's another basically. name
2: that has to be considered Franz Wagner. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, but those are the three, right? And I I think Scotty Barnes actually winning in that class for Rookie of the the Year and, like, being remembered for that is going to be
2: like – that's 10 years, you might be like, holy crap, Scotty Barnes. I'm I'm not hoping that Scotty Barnes doesn't have a great career, but it might be kind of crazy to look back and be like – Wow, he was better
0: than those guys in that year, yeah. Did we remember that LaMelo Ball won over Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton for Rookie of the Year? There you go. Bad team.
2: Yeah. Ben Simmons, I'm pretty sure, when he won it wasn't on a great – Over Donovan?
0: Yeah. That makes me want to throw up a little bit seeing that – what, Ben Simmons over Donna? No, Ty- LaMelo Ball winning over Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton. Well, I at mean, the time. Was he was he ball, close, ball, I think at
2: the time he was better. Yeah, it, act- it, was, yeah, it wasn't sense. like
0: crazy at the moment. Look, we all know I'm not a LaMelo Ball guy. All right. Clearly. You I don't just, like LaMelo? I really don't like LaMelo. What about him? Everyone just has his a player. Yes, his personality rubs me the wrong that's, way. Yeah. yeah, he's got a weird personality. Wait, you
1: don't like the fact that he just runs through red lights for fun? Dude, that, those videos are insane. <laughs> yeah. He's got to chill with the driving. Like that, That's dangerous. My first, it's
2: literally dangerous. life-threatening.
1: I, uh, I Burned
0: in my head is his father and all three of them being on an episode of Monday Night Raw and just seeing LeVar Ball run to the ring, take his shirt off, and just flex in front of... Dean Ambrose. You and should like that. Bro, it's bringing so more fire. eyes to the They're sport. They're all just in the background looking so embarrassed by their father. It's hey, man. A it's dude, br- it brought fire. more
2: attention to the WWE. Should we, You should be enjoying that. As what happened to man. LeVar Ball? He's just living his life still. Should, should we, we bring Facebook him back? Show, dog? Should we bring him back? What do you mean?
3: <laughs> Yo, pick up the phone. Surprise, should LeVar surprise. Ball be back in the media again? There's one thing we've learned, guys. It's just reach out, you know?
2: Yeah. I think <laughs> can if Lavar Le- Ball, Ball wanted to be in the media, he would.
3: Yeah. He has he a e- personality for he it He could
2: easily be yeah. back They have their own TV show For a bit Yeah I think it's st- still going on No, It might be It's on Facebook That's all yeah. I
3: know Facebook reality Mike so, you definitely big, Watched though. it didn't you
1: No I, Really I don't have Facebook I did watch it Rare reality show That Mike has not what watched am
3: I... None of those people Seem interesting One of my
2: friends Shout out Brandon That's my boy uh, He would watch it all the time Because he was a huge LiAngelo Ball fan
3: Le'Angelo. Like, yeah, he, that is not. of so all the balls, he was a Le'Angelo fan. That's
0: yeah, so crazy. like when the when
2: the balls were at the peak of their powers, that's a wild statement. Uh, <laughs> he like
0: <laughs> at the peak of their powers.
2: Yeah. Uh, if obviously the three brothers were going on their path you like Lonzo was like the the destined child to make the NBA. Lamello was the one, like, oh, you don't know what he's going to be. He has so much potential. LiAngelo's kind of the middle one, and I don't know if that resonated with him. He's, like, the youngest of three siblings, so I don't know why he relates to LiAngelo. But I think it's also – LiAngelo, I guess, was the cooler guy. He can shoot. He, again, he was the in-between kind of game. So, like, he's always been a big LiAngelo fan. Very tough for him when the whole China situation happened and uh, all that stuff. But, like, he's always rooted for LiAngelo Ball. So he was, like, watch the show. It's so funny. And I think he just loves the fact that LiAngelo Ball just sounds like a complete moron half the time. <laughs> i like i'm not trying to be rude but if you listen to Le'Angelo ball talk he just yeah doesn't sound like there's much going on oh i'm well aware yeah so he i think he just finds that hilarious so yeah beat loves Le'Angelo ball and he got me to watch the show and it honestly there's parts of it that really do endear you to the family lavar ball and the relationship he has with his wife who had her own like a uh, health issue i believe she had a stroke i'm not 100 sure on that but after that like She's had to slowly work back in terms of getting, like, her full, like, speech and function moving and stuff and seeing the way LeVar Ball and that family support her and the kind of the love they have for each other. It is nice. So I will say oh, that sweet. that show does a really good job in terms of showing you the real people they are, even though they can be a little wacky at times.
0: Well, then wow. I guess screw me, I guess. What but, a big all right. promo. I guess, yeah. guess we got to tune should in. They pay
2: for that. I'm just a good guy talking about good things. All I
0: took away from that is that we should get LeVar Ball on the pod. I'm actually emailing him as we speak. There Give you a go. A <laughs> little bit of a preview. LeVar Next Ball week, coming to the pod. Getting so Ball. we're all in agreement that we'll have Chet Holgram as a rookie of the year. How about MIP? Most improved player. This is one of the most either scrutinized or interesting categories, especially with the league what they categorize as most improved when they put all stars in there. The, famously the John Morant stuff. Um I'm going a little bit what, you raised your hand there, Dan I, I just
1: wanted to say just in case the same thing happens where we all have the same pick, we'll have different people go first each time. So Zolfi, you went first last time? No, Jake did Oh, doesn't. I Jake. went first, okay. I so can. then Zolfi, okay. you go yeah. first this time.
2: Okay, fair enough. I, don't, I, I feel, feel like, like this one's going to be really hard for us to have the same pick. I feel like that pick. makes sense. Just in case. Yeah, I don't, no, know, no, like, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. I was about to go off on a promo, but it's okay. Oh. <laughs> no, it's fine.
2: I'm i mean, sorry, if you, Okay, I'll go. I am going to go with... I'll preface it by saying this is not a likely pick, but I no, like think so <laughs> This is a player that I would love to see win this award, and it is Anthony Edwards. That's what I'm going for, for mo- most, most improved. improved. Yeah. He's going into what? his oh, fourth goodness. year. This is what that, I meant by scrutinize. We, we How this. does that make any sense? Why not?
3: He's he's already so good.
2: <laughs> I know. He's also yeah. young.
3: It seems like
2: he's only going in one direction. Yeah, but like it's the same way that Shea got the award or John Moran got the award. I, yeah, I John
3: hate, Moran should not have got that award. Yes, I hate it. He that was, they was rookie of the year. That's why yeah, I mentioned he like, was scrutinized for that. He yeah, should never have gone. This award
2: that. is a year by year case thing, and I'm like I want to see Anthony Edwards make that leap. To he has like, to take top. a
3: massive leap then.
2: I know, and that's what I'm banking on. I'm banking on him being a like top right. 10 guy in the league, possibly getting MVP, both mm, guys. Wow. He averaged 20. That's crazy. He averaged wow. 25, 5 and 4. And I just love this guy's intangibles. His personality is great. I also watched love Hustle him. again last night, so maybe I'm oh, kinda of biased. Yeah, dude. A great such movie. A good movie. Great actor. You're riding right like, that Kermit high? Yeah, Kermit. He was good. He's uh, such a good actor in that movie. But I don't know. I think Anthony Edwards has all the makings of it to get to that next point. And I kinda see him similar to Shea in that sense where like he's gonna go from being like a really liked guy in the NBA to like he's gonna have that like landmark season where you're like this guy's in the mvp conversation and the honestly part of it is also the minnesota timberwolves need that to happen yeah, the way 100%. their team is and all the stuff they gave for rudy gobert and whatever's going on with Cat they need anthony edwards to make that happen honestly anthony edwards is the face of that franchise it is not carl anthony towns it definitely isn't rudy gobert so but
3: aren't you he, scared that minnesota that they are they do still want Cat to be the guy like he is their main focus based on still. the money they
2: need Cat to be the guy but if they're smart they need it Anthony Edwards is the guy.
1: Yeah, do you think – you don't think behind the scenes are being like, hey, like, Ant, like – This is your no, show. No, I don't. I think, don't. So. Oh, I think I, so. I, I, I think 1,000% I think they are.
3: I think they should. I That franchise is stupid, though. Like, I, they like, have I, so much money in Cat, and Cat's been their guy. Like, they're going to invest in making him still the face of that franchise.
1: I guess, like, fair, like, behind the scenes, like, they know each other. So it's – for us, like, not being there, it's easy for us to say, like – Oh, Ant easily, but like they've known Cat since they drafted him. You know, yeah, but I think We're, that's
2: also part of why they probably want uh, Ant to be the face. No offense to Cat, but like, where is he going? What's he? What's he doing to develop? I agree with you. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah, 100%. like they see a I just see that as the danger. Way. No, that's fair. I, I'm just I'm completely banking. Also, asking
3: him to be like, like an MVP type player is is that's a big that's a big leap. I, I think he I completely talent, but...
2: understand that like. This is a lot to ask because he's RG averaging 25, 5 and 5, basically. So, like, to ask him to do more than that. But, like, again, it's it, this award, if he wins it, it would be with the narrative of, like, yeah. Steph Curry when he won his second MVP, and people were like, oh, this guy should win MIP because that's how good he's been. That's, you know what I mean? Or, like, Shea or Ja, like, okay. that kind of a leap. I need, like, I'm banking on that to happen. And if that does, that's how he wins this award. What
3: year is he in? His fourth. This is his fourth year. This yeah, would be his Scott fourth, his fourth largest, year. And you think he's going like... to MVP battle? so here's I can yeah, see who it who else has done that in that so, that young Luca? I guess Minnesota LeBron?
2: if they are like a top three or four seed yeah, right. he's getting all the credit for it and he's gonna be able to get MVP votes for that
0: so here's my qualm with all of this he's a first round he's a first overall pick a first overall pick should never be winning MIP why not why I should mean- they they're expected so, to be good. Unless they're
2: horrible, like
3: if their impro- first two okay.
0: seasons, then I. And he's shown consistent I think improvement they every year. It's
2: not like exactly. the award isn't for only players who show any improvement, it's most improvement. He's allowed to show improvement. But how could he?
0: But like he was, I guess, under your circumstances, it does make sense. He's a streaky,
2: inefficient player at times. And if you can fix that, he'll be even better than he is now.
0: I get it. It's just that's my issue with this award is that I always see this as an award for players that show up out of nowhere and make themselves into a household name. I think that what the NBA has been doing more recently is been awarding it. Shea, I think, was a good pick for most most improved because he fits the mold technically. Like he was never really this household name until a year ago. Quite okay. frankly, Anthony Edwards is a household name already. Like he, everyone knows who he is. I love the idea of this award being people that they don't know. Pascal Siakam, no one knew who Pascal Siakam was outside of Raptors fans that year. Yet mm-hmm. all these Raptors fans were like, watch out for Siakam, watch out for Siakam. And that's what happened. And he made himself a household name. I don't want this to be an award that is just given to people that are expected to be good.
2: Well, I just think there's no, there's no point in setting a criteria for this award. Like why why are we building a criteria for? Because then you are you're trying to define what improvement means. It's way too subjective. Also, I do want to clarify when I said Shea, he didn't win it. Yeah, I'm saying his like story for it. He came second to Lori, Lori Markkinen. Oh,
1: so, I but, he deserved.
2: No, no. He oh, came second yeah, to Lori Markkinen. Lori was a good one. You're right. Sorry, uh, that's I, my, uh, my point was that it it's the same mold of what Shea did to win, get that far in the world. But like, uh, the original point was like, how are we supposed to define most improved player? Like, well, how what, how do we create a criteria for that? So yeah. I,
3: I agree with your circumstance. If he
1: is in that conversation, then he probably is pretty damn improved. Yeah. Yeah. I I got two things to say on that. One's a question. One's a statement. Laurie Markin was also a high draft pick, wasn't he? Like six or seven. was a lottery pick. Seven. So I like on your thing, Jake. Like we. Initially, wouldn't want him winning that award, but with the context no, of his first career, first overall. Is I think there's far a difference than six. Yeah, there's a difference but that's between still like, a lottery pick. You uh, still don't. It, like his career up until this point has been very underwhelming, very disappointing. Yeah. Anthony Edwards? No, Laurie Mark. I get. know the L- point
2: you're about to make, so keep. But his isn't.
1: Yeah, that's not. I'm not talking about that. So his career has been extremely underwhelming. His whole stint with the Bulls, very like just total disappointment. Then he goes to the Jazz, and he's like. Holy crap, this guy's an all star. He was on like the Cavs. Cavs and that, even like he improved. He was good on the Cavs. He, right. he was good on he the He improved, calves. but he wasn't like. And then he goes to the Jazz and he's also making the all star team as a starter yeah. as well. Like he got that good. Like that, even though he's a lottery pick, you're supposed to improve. The context of his career just like not panning. I remember even uh, in the playoffs, I think it was the first round, and Charles Barkley was interviewing Zach Levine and like he's really blunt, right? Like, and I just, I have this like burned into my brain where it, he just made it so awkward. He just goes to Zach. He's like, what's going on with your teammate, Laurie? Just straight up, like, and then Zach, me just completely ignored him, like, just like, obviously I'm not going to freaking comment on how, like, bad my teammate's playing. But, like, that's just to show, like, to the point he got to on how low he was in his career despite being a lottery pick. And then now he's, like, an all-star starter. So I totally get what you're saying, Jay, because I don't like when, like, a guy who is supposed to improve, like you're saying, like, Anthony Edwards is supposed to improve. But Everyone's
2: then, supposed to improve. That's that's the lead you're supposed to he, get better as a but player. But if you're
1: a first overall pick, you have all NBA expectations. So you should be that good. But then it also depends like how big of like he averaged twenty five, five and five. Yeah. So that my next my next part of this thing is, is my question is like what do you think he should his stats should be? Like, how much of a jump should he make in order to get that MIP For me, it's not even
2: the stats as much. It's the, the improvement seed? in terms of, like, the, what, the ceiling of this team. How much does yeah. he become a winner with this team? Like, if he takes this team that has been a perennial dumpster and takes them to a top-five seed in the league and he's in the MVP conversation, and sure, his stats can go up. I can easily see him going from 25 to 28 points a game in how this league works. And especially sure. if the Timberwolves give him the keys more over Cat. Like, that's my argument with this, is that he's a guy that is on the cusp of being a top 10, top 5 player in this league. I think he's a talent for that. And if he I does totally that, agree. I I think that's insane improvement. Again, the way he wins this award is by that narrative. And, but, like, to the whole debate about, like, most improved should only go to guys who are kind of, like, at the lower of the low end and they make this leap towards, like, I think in some arguments, going from, like, average to good is not as difficult as going from good to great. And I think he can go from good to great, and I think that's more of an improvement.
1: I, I think that's actually a fair point. That is yeah. a fair point. I just think it's expected, though.
2: I, like, if you, I think you can expect him to be a really, really good player, but All-Star, maybe you can say you expect of someone to be in the MVP conversation to expect out of anyone. Yeah. I don't think is fair.
1: So this will be his fifth year? This is his fourth. Fourth. This, this is this going to his going fourth. Fourth year. In- yeah. So if he makes that big jump in the fourth year, I think that's fair. Because usually with improvement it's, like, little by little over a year, and then yeah. like then by, like, sixth year, seventh year, like, someone's in, like, MVP talks. Yeah. If he does that by fourth year, I totally get him If he's it.
3: the best player on Minnesota, and they're, like, the second seed, and he's averaging almost 30 points, then I think that's a good case.
1: Yeah, th- that's he's the case MV- I'm going for. But like then, that's then the he's going to for- be in MVP cases if, that's, if that happens. Yeah, and that's his point. Yeah, but, so like, he's like not,
2: how likely is it for Anthony Edwards from Minnesota win MVP, that's right? So so it's, like, the consolation prize.
1: That's fair, okay. Definitely. But then do we want MIP to become a consolation prize for MVP?
2: Only if it's it's like
1: going to be even if that happens. Only if
2: it's like the most like again if if he shows shown the most improvement, then yes. But if if there's somebody else who like a pass guy went from like was it 12 points like 18 points a game or something and went from like uh, a deep bench guy to like basically a starter, then then let that guy be uh, getting the award. But if there's not guys like that in that year, then I think a guy like Anthony Edwards absolutely would deserve it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I like it. It's fair. You know what? You sold me. Yeah, Yeah, you did sell me. I don't it's think not a very again. Good I told
2: that. you it's not a likely case, but I think like I if he it. wins it, I just I like Anthony Edwards and I'm all in on this guy, so that's why I went for him.
0: Yeah. I just it, it is there's always just been something with me about stomaching really high lottery picks getting MIP. Like I understand lottery picks are always going to get them like cuz you look in even like the past 5 yeah. 6 years it's all lottery picks. Yeah. And then there's Goran Dragić, that got it. Yeah, but like even Brandon Ingram, similar situation. He was slow progression, like, but he was always expected to be that guy. who was second overall, and he got it in twenty twenty yeah. when he showed that next leap.
2: And it, I, I agree that like guys in their first or second, like in their second year, shouldn't get this award. No, definitely, a not. second year player shouldn't get this award. Third is even pushing it. I don't like it either. But I think after that is like where I kind of start seeing where this award can benefit players even in their fourth yeah. year.
0: Yeah, like John Morant was ridiculous. Whichever way you look dumb. at it, that should that never was, have yeah, happened. Yeah, like
2: that one was that one yeah. should have gone to his teammate Julius
0: think. Randall.
3: I understand. Yeah, Fair I agree enough. with all your points. I just, I just don't know if that's how the award is going to work.
2: Again, that, that's my thing. I don't know how the award ever works. This award yeah. always changes. Good it, point. It is a weird a point.
1: award. I think the Morant winning it one is actually the one that has yeah. maybe the most like. What's up and like what does it mean anymore? Yeah, that yeah. was like the point where i was like come on like what is this
0: so let's keep going around and seeing so we we've established our slight rules for this award i guess mike (laughs) okay um well
3: i'm gonna pick a player he's got a last chance to actually be something in this league oh he's gonna be he was good at times he fell off and now it's it's a final chance to be somebody he's gonna be on a team that's going to have sort of a winning culture and they're going to try to win the NBA championship this year. He's going to try to be a defensive staple on this team and provide some offense. I
2: thought I knew who you were Where, going with. I, I now I don't know who you going with. Is yeah, I'm trying to guess.
3: Kristaps yeah. Porzingis.
2: Oh, okay. do you really think he's on his last legs in the NBA?
3: Well, where's he going to go if not Boston? No, I think he'll stay in the Sorry. Yeah, his uh, is last legs have been a, a, a,
1: a, like like, a, star, a player? star player. Oh, okay. He's got a really good weird with the Wizards.
3: Um, yeah, I just think that's a really I, good a shot. That's, it's a I shot. It's like, a shot in the dark. Really, no, that's, that's a I very think good, a really good pick. A I just it, think on a team like Boston, it, listen, they didn't make that trade for Przingis. He was a throw in piece. I don't know if you guys have talked about this. I maybe what? I didn't maybe wait, I didn't wait, What are you peers? talking about? Which
2: trade? The Celtics trade?
3: Yeah, when they got Prsingus.
2: What? How was he a throw? Prsingus was a throw? He's
3: the cent- I think he was a throw. He's throw-in, the centerpiece guys. of the trade. I don't think so at all. Who else did they get? What are you talking about? It wasn't for Prsingus, guys.
2: What was it for then?
3: What? Look up that trade right now. You explain it to me, best you think it is.
2: Okay, if Porzingis wasn't what Boston <clears throat> wanted in that trade, what do they want then?
0: Look it up. Porzingis is a shot, guys. I'm so confused. Well, do You think they it's... traded away Marcus Smart yeah. for Porzingis and he wasn't the well, What else? What else was in the trade? A 25th
3: pick and a first-round pick. They needed to get rid of the Marcus Smart money. They needed to get rid of Marcus Smart. He didn't fit the locker room.
1: What? They were what? getting rid of him. He was one of their leaders. He's their They guy. were getting rid
3: of him in general. They no, just they... got back Porzingis. This is a test. This is not the act. This was not, They this is just my theory, guys. <laughs> this is it's a horrible theory. theory. They now you got you're not listening, okay? Porzingis is not the main piece in that trade. It was just to get rid of Marcus Smart. That's it. That is absurd. They needed to get rid of the money. That About is the absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like,
2: they lost Grant Williams, too, so I feel like Chris the doesn't replace.
3: do well. He's gone at the deadline,
0: they, even before. That is absurd. They just sold into him by giving him a contract.
1: He's gone. No, he
2: picked up his option. I'm telling he? you, he's gone. I don't know if they've extended him yet, but they, he's, he's picked up his
1: option. Honestly, I loved that pick till you explained
2: all the Oh, stuff. yeah, that pick made so much sense until you said the Celtics didn't even really want him. He was a throw-in. Uh,
3: I just think on this team, well, hey, that's that doesn't involve my pick. That's just a theory on what that yeah, actually trade Right Now I can't get out of my I head. Just, I just okay. don't think it was 4 back, back to why
2: you think he's MIP.
3: Um, he's going to be on a team that r- desperately needs a player like him in, if he's at the peak of his powers, right?
0: No, Zofie, yeah. he signed a contract. He, he's what a are
3: you game changer. Did he, sign an he signed a 2-year extension. He's legitimately oh, a game changer enough. for the South. You can't get Celtics. me wrong twice. <laughs> he's a game changer for the South because if he can do what we think Christef Presingus is completely capable of. Of course. That's the Definitely. missing piece from that team. And if that team like gets a first seed and Christef Presingus is a main reason why that the, like their defense improved and their offense improved, and then I mean, who else would you give it to? Anthony so Edwards?
1: He was a missing piece. <laughs> but he was just a throw-in? I think he was just a throw-in, yeah. That is, but he's also you're the
3: making, missing piece for the team. You're making sense and no sense at the same yeah, time. No, I'm saying he could be. He could be a missy. He also couldn't be. What do you mean? He could also do terrible.
0: He is he the missing terrible, piece, but. and around Brown and Tatum allows him to excel the way I think you are saying. But the fact that you're saying that he is the... Throw in peace to get rid of Marcus Smart, their literal leader, who that yeah. entire locker room it loves. It was time, though. It was time for him to go. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it I was. disagree with that. It was completely time for him I mean,
2: we're going to find out if it's time or not, if, depending on how this works. I think to, uh, I like the idea of Kristaps Porzingis on this team. I've picked the Celtics to go to the finals based on that trade. But it's going to all depend on how this team meshes with the three of them together. Those are three guys who honestly mostly need the ball in their hands to be effective. Jason Tatum, without the ball in his hand, doesn't do a whole lot. Jalen Brown's better off the ball, I would say, than Jason Tatum, in terms of moving around. And uh, Christoph Porzingis isn't bad off ball, but for the most part, they all they all need the ball to do positive things on the court. So we have to see what they can do with that.
0: I just don't understand your point. Of okay, whatever. The Ignore con- my no, point the, on the contract, that. Go back to my most Marcus important. Smart has like he's getting paid eighteen million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot for a starting point guard. Who How much are they paying Jalen now? I mean, 60
3: fair,
1: fair point. Something. Fair Whoa!
0: Boom! <laughs> but, but he like, signed till twenty twenty six with twenty million dollars cap yeah, every a, year. But eighteen
1: mil is actually really. That's a good. It's good
3: contract for Marcus. they get rid of Kristaps if he doesn't do well. So Bet okay. on it. Okay.
2: Right. I like well, the Chris if he doesn't do well,
3: anyway, let's right. move on. Dan, what's your? Whoa, pick? whoa, whoa! Don't move on, man. <laughs> Tell me what's if you like the most improved for Kristaps. We, yeah, we all uh, do. We oh, all do. like I that. Okay, okay, okay. We all I'm like it. Like you honestly okay. like that but yeah. it's just good.
0: The good. Good. part. it's good. Yeah, other part. whatever. You could have stopped there, and we would have all been on your side. We would have
2: all thought you were such a big brain if you just stopped at the Kristaps. Instead, you throw
3: in
1: that, and
3: yeah, I'm just saying that's more more pressure on the guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, l- I'm looking at his his odds. He's not even on the odds. Yeah, it's a great shout. That's I love that. It's a tremendous it's a great shout. pick, just don't don't share that. Dan just a So pick.
0: what we're telling you is just talk and then just immediately after you say you're there you go.
1: Daniel. All right. Mine, I don't know if he's like looking for redemption. He's a young player, but um he got traded away from his homegrown team or the team that helped him grow. Um Come on. Wait, can I guess? Fred? No. What? No. What? Can no I, way. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Colin Sexton. No. Ooh. Would okay, I would like that pick, right? That's a good <laughs> pick, right? That's a good pick. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He likes getting punched in the face. He Jordan likes Poole. In the
2: face. <laughs> I wouldn't say Jordan Poole likes getting punched in the face. Uh, I don't know. He man. got punched in the face. Uh, JP. Oh, okay. uh,
1: yeah, I picked Jordan Poole. Um, I think he's going to a team where... Is he now? Is he the main option now? I'm no, to Kuzma's think. still there. Kuzma. No, I, I, Jordan okay. Poole's still the main
2: option. What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm here? still going.
1: Jordan Poole as the main option. You're
2: saying Kyle Kuzma deserves the ball more than Jordan Pool?
1: Yes. Yes. Jordan Poole
2: was able to be the lead scorer I'm all on, in on... And Steph Curry on the team. Yeah, the time. brother, I am all
1: about? in on the Kuzma train. I love
2: Kyle Kuzma. I like Kuzma but he's, too. I just like Jordan Pool has shown us the the ability to be a number one option a lot more than Kyle Kuzma has.
1: I think so. Regardless, it's Pool and Kuzma as the top two. Yeah. Yes. So I think Pool is an opportunity what? to. <laughs> I think I think he's in a op- he's in a situation where he has the opportunity to number one increase his points per game. I believe he had twenty last year, which is still already really good. Yeah, twenty points, uh, four point five assists, and two point seven rebounds. Um, I think he can increase his assisting, and this is kind of like his team now, along Kuzma. So that's like the perfect situation to just up your game and become an, a way better player. And, you know, he wants redemption now. He was traded away by the Warriors, which I think a lot of, for Chris Paul, a way older player, I think a lot of us were like, whoa, that might be a boneheaded move in the moment. It might not be we'll see next season. But, like, from his own perspective, he must be like, whoa, like, why are you trading me away? It's Uh, a wake-up call for him, for sure. Exactly. So, you know, looking for redemption, I think this is going to be a really big season for him. I could see him winning. I like the pick. I like it. Plus 3,000 odds. I like it. Plus 3,000? Yep. Okay. I think it's a really good pick.
0: Thank you. Uh, we all went different. I love that. Ooh. So for me, there was two names that were sticky in my head. The latter, uh, Shaden Sharp, who I think is a very good shout for MIP, especially if Dame isn't there. I think that uh, gives him nothing but a chance to show out. I went for maybe the most obvious one. This guy out of nowhere on a two-year, uh, two-way contract, coming in and becoming a staple. To a team looking to win a championship this year, did nothing but improve last year. I'm going with Mr. Austin Reeves. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, Austin Reeves. I don't it's know if you can bell, really on the Lakers.
2: What yeah. do you what 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 would his ceiling be?
0: Yeah,
2: like, do you see him being an All Star caliber player? No. Or
0: like- so I think that the hype is so big on this Lakers team that I think that they're going to be wanting to reward them if they have a very good season. And I think the hype with Austin Reeves has only accentuated their season, and people are very excited to watch him play. And seeing how he progressed last year, he upped his point total by about five points per game last year and did even better in the playoffs with about 17 points per game. If you get a consistent 18, 19 points per game out of this guy every single game while he's still shooting 50% from the field, I think you have to reward him most improved. Because this is a guy that was on a two-way contract who has played his way to a legitimate role, and I can see him being a very good option on this Lakers team. I get it. There's a lot of mouths to feed. He already that's, is a very good way. option on this
1: Lakers team. That's the, my only worry is that there's a lot of mouths to feed. Especially with them getting
0: people like Gabe Vincent on there and them keeping D'Angelo Russell. I get it. Yeah. I think he outshines everyone else on that team. You and know I buy the hype. I,
3: I I think especially when you play with LeBron, you sort of lose a lot of the shine. And he seems to like, besides you know Dwayne Wade or Anthony Davis or like these perennial superstars, Austin Reeves seems to be like one of the only players that is actually getting his flowers for the additions that he's adding on to LeBron James, and I think that's actually
1: not a bad pick. But he has to improve a lot.
2: Yeah, he's also a third-year guy, which we just yeah. all talked about.
1: Exactly. I'm saying shaded I think sharp di- is he has to also. jump, man. I think the difference is that he was a, on a two-way. So if he, yeah, like, this really, is an undrafted guy yeah, that would so be really coming into in being third th- the third that's option a, that's on Lakers team. Like,
2: what kind of leap are you looking yeah, for? Yeah, he has his- to jump. Hey, like I a, want
0: him to be the consistent third, third option. option on this Lakers team, Isn't he which I think he can. I think that's yeah. going to be very tough, no? Isn't
2: he already the third option?
1: Yeah, D'Lo. After, yeah, D'Lo. D'Lo's now they probably
2: had... not there. Like uh, In terms of, like, traded? I think so. But you know, relief, I, though? Even if not traded, I just think like he's going to regress in terms of, like, the ball going through him. We saw how terrible it worked with D'Lo last season, and I know they brought him back or whatever, but Austin Reeves is probably going to be that third option. I already just think that's the case. But, like, I just mean, like, I think Austin Reeves' case to win this award would have to be a numbers case. It would have to be like a, a massive improvements in stats because. Well,
3: yeah, that's what I was saying. I think he could actually because LeBron's not going to play every game. And he's you're going to
2: rely a lot more yeah. on Austin. He Reyes. averaged 13 points like a game. three. we see rebounds. him getting 20? Yeah, if he. That's, that's what I was, what I was saying. Say. I want if him. If he gets 20, he's yeah. probably winning this award.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, he gets around there if he's still shooting 50 percent from the field and he's their third option. You have to give him to it.
1: I also think the point that you made about him uh, improving his stats in the playoffs—he like jumped up by like six points in the playoffs, or sorry, three point nine points. He improved his assists in the playoffs, and then also his rebounding. So like, I think that, and he played sixteen games. It's not like he didn't play any games. Um, I think the fact, especially in that environment, a, like a scary environment, like the playoffs, that you improve your stats. Yeah, I think it's it's very possible that he could do that next season.
0: I liked all of our picks. Yeah. I think we all you had great picks. We also didn't go with the leading favorite, who is Mikhail Bridges, surprisingly, oh, right, right. with plus 700. Well, I, I say surprising, but he's... He's, he's on the nets now. Eh. I know. An opportunity. He's just do. a man who already has gotten his flowers to the same degree. Yeah. I, I like the picks that we all made. I think they're all very good picks. I am going to call you out, Zulfi, for not picking your man who you've rode with this entire podcast in uh, on the Rockets. Yeah, Albert and Sengun. I think he's going to be really good. I'm surprised you didn't <laughs> pick him.
2: I think he's the kind of guy who could split votes against a guy like Jabari Smith Jr. So, okay. I I think that's a big part of it and I will see Albert and Sengun being like a guy who gets really good but at a slow pace. I like my case for the award was one. It was a fun pick, but also it was like you're going from like again Goods to like maybe top ten in the league, like a massive leap. Shangun's a guy I think who's gonna slowly, slowly get better and kind of like JV. One day you are gonna be like, "Holy crap, this guy's giving me like eighteen and 10 I never, I never would have expected that. I think that's what Shangun is gonna be.
0: Yeah, I actually see that. Would you be surprised to know that he is the fourth best odds? No, because he's, he's really the good. Fourth best odds. He is. What are the odds? What's the top five? So top five in five, fifth is Scotty Barnes with plus one thousand eight hundred, and then it Shangun with sixteen. Then there is Cade Cunningham in the three. With thirteen, and then it's Austin Reeves and Mikael Bridges.
2: Yeah, Cade being yeah. there is weird to me.
0: I, yeah, I don't like. <laughs> I
1: think what? it's just because... What? Scotty. What be- Scotty being? You there. just said Anthony Edwards. What? Okay, yeah, Cade Anthony Cade Edwards is going to his third year.
2: Cade's going to his third year, and like he's—I I just don't see him getting that massive leap. If Cade gets from where he was to like MVP, then yes, he deserves the award. But okay. I don't see that happening.
1: I don't know. I feel like that's the same argument, though. No, he—it it he is, but clarifier. I don't think it's
2: happening. Is my point. You did
1: clarify yeah, earlier though fair. that you That's cap fair. off at three, the third season. It's usually yeah. the fourth one, so I'll, yeah. I'll give you that.
0: want to move on to clutch. Yeah, sure. talk about some clutch players, Michael Collins. You're all up for first gets on clutch. Uh, this one was weird to me.
3: It's a, such an odd award to pick, right?
1: Like, how how are you guys like basing your pick on this one? Just vibes, yeah. You know? Yeah, I went for <laughs> like, vibes. Honestly, I ba- I just base it off of like, oh, like when I'm watching, like yo, that guy's clutch, bro. Like, I don't know, man like it's a weird that guy's clutch bro it's a weird award you know like you can look up stats there are clutch stats I'm looking at them right now but they're weird so who'd you pick yeah tell us your pick
3: okay so it's an odd award but I think with maybe players you know having to rest this year people having different you know opportunities and options uh, I actually went with Austin Reeves Okay, yeah, that's fun. Interesting. That's a that is fun, fun. I think we're gonna rest LeBron a lot, but I think they're gonna try to give the ball to other people at the end of games, especially if LeBron's not playing. Like, who do you give the ball to on that team? You're not giving it to AD anymore in the clutch. You're not get. Well, you could give it to DLo, I suppose. No, he, I he, dude, wouldn't. he used to be so clutch on Brooklyn. He was a man. I wouldn't anymore. I don't trust him. I just think he's the option, and we're not gonna see a lot of the stars on that team unless it's like a huge game. Really play. And if your pred- prediction is right that Austin Reeves is going to turn into this new type of person, then I think and I think just the campaign, all the momentum swinging with him. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. It's also just such a stupid award. <laughs> it's funny that you actually said Austin Reeves and you said Jordan Poole because I was also thinking Jordan Poole might be a good show for this. Yeah, that's fair.
0: I just think it's a fun award, honestly.
3: It is. It's, it's probably going to go to like Sexton.
2: Yeah, it's fun, but I just don't think it's necessary. I feel like you don't, don't like Sexton for one. this. He's
1: sick. I don't like. I don't like Sexton don't like for this Sexton at all. For, adult,
0: for no.
2: clutch award? What about Garland?
1: Are we just Not naming? No, are we
0: just
2: naming random
1: guards. Yeah, like, yes, yes random I am. One hundred
0: percent.
3: You're naming very
1: unclutched guards. You don't like Garland in the clutch? Guys, I would say Garland you're gonna clutch. see some stuff. I just I, when Donovan I Mitchell has the him. ball, I like Garland. Donovan okay, Mitchell is dra- good show. I like Garland. Daniel,
2: you drafted Garland. You can't be saying anything. I just, I, just I wouldn't choose
1: him okay. as my clutch. player. I just don't that's think that's clutch, clutch player, player
3: is gonna go to like a, a super. I know it went to De'Aaron Fox, but I just don't think <laughs> it's gonna go to like an All Star anymore. I think it's only gonna go to All Stars. No, to be I agree with Jake. No, I think it's well, like, like, like the next on the next pecking order of All Stars. It's not
2: gonna matter if you're an All Star now. This goes based off numbers. Like they have. Of course, I don't
3: know what this goes off of. To be honest, there's actual stats. Right clutch stats. Um, oh Christ! Okay, clutch I means. thought it was just like, oh, Austin Reeves is going to be in big games, in big moments. People are going to have eyes on him. So clutch going to win. Clutch actually just means the last five minutes. Yeah,
1: that those are the stats that they track for Dude, that. This award sucks, then. Scotty yeah, really Barnes is. was up there for Scotty yes. Barnes was up, up there. Bro, Scotty is actually, fourth quarter. Scotty's a yeah, different for, yeah, animal. He's, he's actually different in the clutch. So it's just the okay, last five minutes. This award means nothing to me. Then um, I don't know, LeBron James. <laughs> so the two best percentages in the clutch. Last season, it was Darren Fox. Fox and Donovan so it is Mitchell. just in numbers. It's yeah. just
3: who wins it. Oh, then it's gonna yeah. go to like Don- yeah, it's gonna go to Donovan Mitchell or something. Well, you already picked your pick, so you can't. Austin no Reeves just seems axes. like a cool guy to like
2: pick. Fair yeah, right? enough. I, I Am I like pick. It's a fun pick. Yeah, Dan, it, who'd it, you pick? It, right? But is my
3: reasoning right? Like, I feel I, like that's a, if if we're going off my make-belief reasons for this award.
2: Well, yeah, like again. Uh, on that Lakers team Anthony Davis is an interior guy he's going to get a lot of attention even if LeBron's playing LeBron always is going to make the right play so he can you can see a lot of scenarios where he'll be giving up the, the shot yeah, for an yeah he open passes pass. now too especially so at the and end of so Reeves like, you can just see him making a bunch of yeah. like, late
1: shots
3: and it's the Lakers so it's national exactly so. anyway that was my reasoning but I guess if there's
1: stats I don't know who, is, is, who's, you, who who gets boards at the end of games? Is that confirmed? It's only based off stats? Like, there's no, like... Well, it has to I'm be. I'm pretty
2: sure it's because that's why, again, I got, like, Deere and Fox. I don't think Deere and Fox just has a reputation of being a clutch player. No.
1: Let's say, yeah, I was like, I feel like this is a reputation award as well. So, Garland and the Clutch is good, guys. No, I, I don't disagree with you. I just, I wouldn't pick him as my first choice.
2: Oh, yeah. If I, if I had a first choice, I there's yeah. definitely other players. Actually, but let's
1: still... Where is Garland on this? You know, let me make my <laughs> yeah, pick. Let me yeah. go all the way yeah. down okay. to Vinegar. Take <laughs> okay. your pick, Dan. Tell us your pick. All right. Uh, I'm choosing the boy, Mr. Hamilton, Shea Gildress Alexander. When you said boy, I actually yeah. thought you were going to say Fred Van Vliet. Too, my heart too. just sunk. You know what? That might have been a subconscious thing because as I was scrolling, I looked at Fred Van Vliet's name and might have just Ugh, said that. Gross. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah he's awesome, dude. Like, he's... I went off vibes with this pick before I looked at the stats, but he's sick He's, like, one of the best, like... Honestly, he's, like, generational with getting to the basket and finishing at the basket, and is I... Is this just... It's sorry, is this just a ward...
3: The last five minutes, no matter what the score, it's not like you're within... No, no I think it has points. to be I think within, the score... Like, they
2: have, like, a stat for garbage time where, like, the, the stats mean less, and then they have a
1: stat for clutch time where stats okay. mean more. Yeah, okay. that's actually... If You look right here, Mike. Garbage, clutch. But anyways, Shea Gilders-Alexander <laughs> in the clutch... The numbers, man, they're crazy. Actually, now. the numbers not that good compared to a she guy is. like Darren Fox. Darren Fox, effective field goal percentage in the clutch, 58%. Shy Gilders Alexander, 47%. Mm. So, I mean, the stats don't back it up too much, but like, this guy's generation. You'd be, be surprised like to
0: know he is second on these odds, plus 200. Who's first? Fox is first to repeat this award.
2: Man, they have odds for everything now. Of
0: course they do. Yeah. How
2: do you have odds for clutch player of the year?
1: I have vibes, bro. Yeah, vibes. vibes. Do you think
2: like the the people in Vegas setting these lines are just having same conversations as us right now to come up with these odds?
1: Yeah. How do they come up with? No, these odds?
0: I think they probably are like legitimately yeah. looking at the stats. Probably more nerdier. For... Yeah.
3: Also, maybe they know the stats. Like, I doubt they have a guy like me who's like, I don't know. The vibes <laughs> just... seem cool in LA.
1: Yeah, Austin Reed just go seems with like that guy, guy. Bro. He can shoot, right? So yeah that's fair. I like okay, it. So shy. Yeah, okay. good I don't know what else to say. It's a pretty all boring right. award. I, uh,
0: so. I went for arguably one of the most clutch players in the league as well. Luka Doncic on uh, a team with like two, two yeah. clutch shots. You I think, think Luka's don't a you think career average a, of 50%. You think he's going to be
2: hurt by Kyrie being there? Yeah, I was thinking, thinking that. No,
0: didn't affect him at so all that. last year. He shot very good in the clutch. Uh, uh, do you have to win games, by the way? To be no, it's just clutch. No. Okay, that that's ridiculous. You no, know let's stop asking also, questions, clutch. Also, clutch is winning the game. Too. Also,
2: didn't it affect them last year? Literally their first yeah, three games. Yeah, it completely games, affected them. They couldn't them. figure out who's going to take the game-winning shot and they lost. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: His effective field goal in the clutch was 54%, so that's I do not good. Okay, yeah. but these clutch yeah. stats,
2: if if you're not
0: winning them, then they're just a stupid
3: stat. If you don't win that game,
0: stop thinking about it too much, case. man. I just think enjoy. Think ag- I think we
3: all
2: agree I that clutch agree, award though. is unnecessary to your point. It's a very to win.
0: Just enjoy. Luka Doncic is my pick. Let's just. That's
2: not a bad pick. Let's just keep going. I wouldn't even
3: pick him on his own team. Really, really. You'd pick, I'd pick Kyrie over that over. Luca. Just
1: because of the shots Ew. I
2: mean, What's in fair? fairness, make make shot. One of the but Luca does of have time. that shot against the Clippers in the playoffs.
1: That was oh a yeah, Luca's shot. Luca's magic.
2: Yeah. But
3: I mean, Kyrie's. Yeah. I mean, he he might be the definition of clutch.
1: He's yeah. got the shot.
2: That's true. He is the like actually, probably one of the most actually Kawhi clutch Leonard shots. has the shots. off
1: last year's award, actually, Darren Fox is the definition of clutch. All right, so. Zolfie.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go with a pick that is. I like it for multiple reasons. One of the reasons being it fights a narrative this person was played with for a while that he was in clutch. Some would even say unclutch. He, he was frozen. I'm Ooh. going with DeMar DeRozan He actually finished Third for this award
0: If there was a clutch Award last year He would have yeah, won it He yeah. would have
2: won it Two years ago yeah. And he has just Gotten so much better Over his career And it's like One of those like, As a fan watching It's almost like You're a proud dad Because you saw In Toronto How many times He was given the opportunity To make those late shots And like for one reason Or the other They didn't go He didn't get a foul call That he should have The ball like bounced in and out He got so close But just wasn't able To deliver And to see him Evolved even his time in Toronto. I remember in Toronto, he had a game winner. I think it was against Orlando once, and then he had a game winner against the New York Knicks. Uh, the one where he like walked off after celebrating with his boys, he had the really cool, like, uh, walk off smug look. And then now you see him in Chicago hitting like game winners back to back at one point and just being able to constantly deliver when the team needs him most. I think just it's just a testament to his game and how much he's improved. And I just think DeMar DeRozan just always deserves his flowers. He was like my favorite Raptor for. Literally this entire time he was here, from when he was a rookie to when he was gone, I, he was always my favorite Toronto Raptors player, so I've always loved him. And to see him add that to his story arc where he's just a really clutch player is something I'm always banking on. So I think he's going to win this award.
0: He is fifth I on like betting that. odds. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention Luca's fourth. So yeah. we all picked players aside from Mike in the top five. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to pick notice. Demar then. <laughs> no, you're stuck with awesome Austin <laughs> Reeves. You're not going back. <laughs> to an award that does matter a lot, Sixth Man of the Year. Let's go.
2: Does it matter a lot? Like well, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just curious. Did, do we think it matters a lot? Yeah, I think
0: so. I think so. A six, a good yeah. six man is very important on a team. I believe. I
2: think a play, a good six man as a player. I just mean, like the award, like like legacy Hey wise. man,
0: Lou will loved that.
2: Do you think? Do you think Lou Williams is getting into the Hall of Fame because he has like yeah. tied for the most? But in of the
3: But you have to have the most of them. I think.
1: He's like tied with well, Jamal man, Crawford, know, know, right? If Genobly you just have
3: one, like nobody, nobody's putting Mantras Harrell in. Yeah. The, yeah. Doesn't of Ginobili of have
1: like three?
2: and he won all those championships Ginobili I don't think doesn't have that many Jamal Crawford and Will Lou um, Will Lou Jesus Lou Williams are tied for the most I'm pretty sure
1: (laughs) Will Lou the podcast
2: Jamal Crawford has (laughs) three Lou Williams also (laughs) has three
1: (laughs) I know they're they're both involved with the Raptors too that's weird yeah, Manu Ginobili uh, has won. one. Yeah, okay.
2: so uh, Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford. So, like, do either of those guys get into the Hall of Fame because they have the most six-man-of-the-year awards?
0: We talked about this with uh, Lou Will already, didn't we? Did I th- we? I think uh-huh. we said that he was going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he definitely is.
1: But I think so I think retired. it's because of that. I don't think you can just win one yeah. and go in the Hall yeah, of Fame. fair. I also think it's a really easy Hall of Fame to get into. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just, like, I'm curious about what
1: we think the legacy of the six-man-of-the-year award is. Like, it's cool. I don't think the legacy for the award matters. Okay. Because, like, I don't know. Usually, sixth man is just, like, good score off the bench, no just, defense, yeah, you nothing can, else. Yeah, you literally
2: can just score off the bench, and that's all you need to do. Like, I don't know how
1: useful that is in,
2: Maybe that's like, why. Maybe, maybe that's why I don't love that award as much, because I feel like there's been sixth man of the years who should have been recognized more. Like, uh... Bobby Portis, I think, should have had a case. Absolutely. Andre Iguodala, a couple of years ago, I think should have had a really good case for Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah. But then you lose out to other players who can just score and do nothing else. I, I think totally maybe that bugs me you. sometimes. Totally agree but with you. Yeah, fair enough. It's still a fun award. I
1: agree. Daniel, you're up first. All right. I have Emmanuel Quickly of the New <laughs> York a Knicks. a very good Good shout. pick. Yeah, it's a fun one. Um, I think he's going to make a jump. Uh, I really like him as a player. I think he's a talented player. And I think he's more than just a scorer. He can I feel like he can run the floor a little bit, maybe not to the uh level of like starting guards. That's why he's a six he'd be six man, but uh I don't know. He's a good player, man. I don't really know what else to say. Like I like him. They got Brunson, they got Hart, he like, was in the I final three last year. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be starting, so honestly is the Knicks team they're gonna be good next year, right? Yes. I'm excited to watch them. Brunson is a fun player. It all man. depends how Julius Randle plays, but yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, Anyways, that's my
1: yeah, bit. Yeah, fair enough. I like can-
0: it. He is the odds on favorite to win six man of the year. So he's the favorite. He is. Quickly? Oh. Yes. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He is the odds on favorite at minus 360.
1: Wow, minus 360. Sure? I, I looked at another one. This he is off-
0: negative money for
3: an award. This is off DraftKings. He's oh, negative money is- in the summer for an award. This is the that's odds. Wild. That is insane. <laughs> that is the odds. Oh, I got Brogdon. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: I don't want to hear the other ones until we all say them. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's keep going. Um, you know, this all depends until we find out where he's starting. I Wait,
2: starting because if he's starting, he's not going to start. Where, yeah.
0: if he's starting? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I've talked about him before on this podcast. I think the perfect spot for him is off the bench, and we'll find out what happens with him. Oh, I know you are talking, talking about Chris Paul is oh, okay. getting oh, six man of I the year. You say Gary I, I thought I said Gary. If yeah. you want a shout for six man of the year, if he is indeed starting, it's Chris Paul. He and he is the legitimate pick for me. Wow, for six men. I like that. I, I still yeah, like Chris I like Paul. That. I think he has a lot to offer. I don't love him as a starter. We've talked about this before. I I know a lot of other people say he should start. Yeah, I think the bench is the perfect spot for him. And if he is starting on the bench, which is a lot of reports, is he might be on the bench, is. I would take that money, and I would go and yeah. pick him as my six man. Holy, yeah! If
2: he's uh, like you said, what's
0: his what's his money on that? He's not on these odds, from what I can see. And oh, that's a lot of money. So we can uh,
2: <laughs> if he's coming he off the bench. He's I think yeah. I don't attention.
0: think he'll be up there until you can see if he's on the bench or not. You said, but early in the pod, you said Golden State's time is up. Like this is it? They're, they're at this the is the final they're one. at the end of their time, and I think the Chris Paul signing
1: is a. They have and, one of the best players of all time, though. And he's still in his prime, according to himself. So. He yeah, is still in his prime.
2: Steph Curry is absolutely in his prime. Yeah, he he is, is, and he yeah.
1: believes it, too, which is a big. Yeah. I just
0: think with the West, that's so getting yeah. younger and all these older teams. Like We all know the Lakers, this is the last year that they have to win. I think Golden State's getting up there. I think they're at the end. Like, yeah. I would love to see Steph get a fifth. We've talked about this. I would. I love Steph. I just think that if you want to see a player that if he's going to be performing to level that he should— It's Chris Paul.
2: Yeah. For such a big wild move, I constantly keep forgetting that Chris Paul is on the Warriors.
0: It's gonna be so weird when it first happens.
2: Yeah, like it just doesn't make sense to me and I have no idea what to think of that team. Like you said, is he gonna start? Is he gonna come off the bench? What kind of contributions are you gonna get? What kind of attitude are you gonna get from Chris Paul? Like, honestly, his leadership style as far as we've known throughout the years is not similar to what Golden State's leadership style is. And like, having a guy like Chris Paul and Draymond who have like publicly said they really didn't re- like each other before this, and they're going to have to now coexist.
0: Can what's they that, coexist? Yeah,
2: what's that dynamic going to be like? So, yeah. that team is going to be so interesting to me, but I like it. It's a good pick. Yeah, who are you that, picking, as that, a fun one. I'm picking somebody who was in contention for this award last year. I think the award was practically his for a lot of the year until I believe some injuries and things came into play. Norm Powell. He okay. is okay. a strong scorer off the bench. I think he has a lot to offer he's a really good defender actually maybe not really good he's a a solid defender he can be really good in spurts Norm Powell is plus 1000 right now for the award he was third I think in the odds if I believe I'm correct and I just think he has a lot to offer for this Clippers team and he's gonna be probably one of their only scorers off the bench really based on where their depth in this roster is at I just need to see it consistently from him, and he does it consistently throughout the season. I think the awards is. He, again, he almost won it last year.
0: Are you afraid that injuries to their stars are going to force Norm to be in the starting lineup, which will then make him void for the role?
2: Yeah, that is a legitimate concern. Like I think this Clippers team, no matter what you look at, awards individual success, team success. It all hinges on the health of their guys in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So obviously that will play a role. But if this team functions how it's meant to function, then he will definitely be in contention for this award.
0: I like it.
3: Yeah. That's a, good That's a pretty good one. I think
0: we all like Norm here.
3: Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think the Raptors
0: starting five is? Uh, this is assuming Siakam. It's the starting five you would assume would be starting. So Scott no point nine. guard. So Scotty Scottie at the it would point.
2: would be Scotty at point guard. Is it uh, Gary? Gary is it OG. OG. It Pascal and Jakob. Yep. Yeah. Which okay. I hate as a starting lineup.
1: It's very messy. But Scotty Barnes should not be, be a chaos. point guard.
2: I'm sorry, I, I, I don't want to get into that. Scotty <laughs> yeah, Burns. Yeah, I don't want to be a me.
1: long rant if we have to talk about
2: yeah. that. Mike, who,
3: Mike, who's your six man? Okay, well, I didn't think that you guys would say that. You guys just Gary? Starting. I was thinking Gary, but honestly, Jake kind of convinced me to go Chris Paul here. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's a good pick. Uh, but I mean, yeah, point. I was gonna pick Gary, but even if you guys are saying that, that's not even gonna be the starting five then. Unless they make a trade, I think you started. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, Chris Paul. <laughs> Anybody like Malik Monk? Isn't he? He's the name. I love Malik Monk. Could be a good shout. I love Sacramento.
3: He's a fun yeah. player. I gotta go, Chris Paul on that though.
2: Also, have I like lost something here? Uh, this betting favorites for six men of the year from last year. Tyrese Maxey was really high on that list. Was he it's not always a starter? Starting. This is from last year, but even going into
1: last year, like, wasn't he? A was starter? it in the summer? Yeah. I don't think it was. He was gonna start. Really? Start. I thought
2: he's always been a
1: starter. I thought so too. Yeah. And he's on the odds here. He's, he's on the odds 40. this year. He was a full-time starter last year. Yeah. This year
0: he only started forty-one games. Really? When the
2: hell did that happen?
0: Who's starting
1: over him? I'm a casual. I don't know. I'm a casual. I'm confused. Yeah. Like, oh god, guys, we've just been exposed. That's okay. Who's starting Damn. over him? No idea.
2: Okay. Well, let's around. move to
1: DPOY.
0: Yep. I got first pick for this one. Let's go. There's a lot of good names that you could pick from here, and. Arguably, we don't know what the league is thinking, especially when Jaron Jackson got it last year. Um,
2: it's turning into a team award, which I don't like. Yeah, it is. It
0: definitely is true. And Marcus
2: I'm, Smart shouldn't have won that award. I'm thinking no, if this I is agree. a team God, no.
0: if this is a team award that everyone is going to love and hope that performs very well in the regular season, like they did last year, I think it's only about time till you give it one of the better defenders in the league, and that's Evan Mobley. I think Evan Mobley is going to be getting this award very soon. I think this is the yeah. year to put it on. He is not the odds-on favorite. He is at plus 700. I think that is a really good money opportunity to put on Evan Mobley, who is only getting better defensively, and he, when he came into the league as one of the better defenders, it's about time. He's going to get his flowers. They don't love to f- super repeat this award as much, unless your name is Rudy Gobert. Or so, Mon Yeah, I think that now is the time for Evan Mobley to shine, and uh, that's my pick. I like it. I
3: mean, yeah, yeah he's good pick. a sensational defensive player. Yep. Just all-around
0: incredible. Yeah. Mr. Zulfiq. Yeah.
2: I am going with a player that I think will actually have a similar case to a Draymond Green. Mm. I think he's going to be recognized for making up for the deficiencies of his team. And he's always been a stout defender. And I think he's going to have a very interesting case based on what this team does. Because they are in rumors to be making a massive move. It is the Miami Heat, and I'm picking Bam Adebayo. That's
0: that's who I was going to go with before. Let's go, bro. I like it.
2: He's plus 1,000, and I just think if you add a Damian Lur to his team, they lose some depth. Their defense is going to be so reliant on Bam, kind of like the Warriors were with Draymond Green, and he's going to start to get his flowers because he's going to have to really be that anchor. And his stats don't necessarily jump out on you, but neither Draymond Green's stat defensively. But you saw he altered shots, he defended like one through five most nights, and he can just do a bit of everything. And I think Bam Bio has that same talent level defensively, and I think he's just going to be able to get that like level of respect. And I think it's just the timing of it works well too, based off the DPOI, the way it's been going. It's been about like team defense and whatnot, and it's about time you just respect somebody who's just a good defender individually and can make up for their team. So I just like Bam Adebayo for that. I think he's the right fit. Do
0: you think riding off the finals, that's also a really good idea to try to go for someone like them? Because we all talked about Bam and how much he impressed us in the finals because I think a lot of us were a little concerned about Bam and his ability to do that. We knew his defensive was there, but now we can see his offensive. I think there would be a bit more of an attention on him from the media. I think that's a really good shout. Yeah, the reputation
2: is definitely at an all-time high for Bam right
0: now. Oh, yeah. It's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, i I love. I love that pick. Who'd you that's pick fair. now?
3: Uh, I went with a player who I thought is, they're an incredible defender, uh, and I think that this season there's only really only one other team in the West that they do not match up well against, so they will be, and they're a big guy, Anthony Davis. Oh,
2: okay. not bad pick. Yeah,
3: if he can stay healthy. I yeah. which say, is the a, biggest question mark yeah. about him. He is, I mean. I know they got swept, but he held... He was defending Joker. As, best, defended, he also, as best he could. He
2: also probably would have won DPOI already if he was healthy. Yeah, yeah like, I
3: agree. I think if he can stay healthy, then he's arguably top three defender in the league. Yeah, like I, I don't, It's yeah, been an it's award that's eluded his career the entire exactly. time. And Absolutely.
0: The league is just looking for the opportunity to give Anthony Davis it. And I think like this is a...
3: Like Jake said, this is the last year for that team. Not for him. Obvi- no. On that team, obviously, but... I mean, th- th- I think just things are looking up for him
0: and them. The biggest question mark is if he can stay healthy, and that's a huge question mark for him. Do we know? Off topic. Is the threshold for this? We know how the CBA said that the threshold for MVP has to be sixty-five games that's or for all, all NBA, the awards. all the awards. All the awards? Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was saying. Anthony Davis played fifty-six games last year. Yeah. That he needs to get over the hump, but I think if he can stay healthy, I think that's a really good shout.
2: Yeah. Dan,
0: yeah, I, I love the pick. Cool. Um, Are we all going different? Did you pick someone else too? No.
1: Oh, oh. I went Ben.
0: went Bam. Bam. Yeah. I
1: yeah.
3: Know. I was thinking Ben. Dan he's knows final, ball.
1: I know ball, man. He's been a finalist what, for like three years in a row. Like he's been top three. Like he's such a good defender. He can guard one to five. Um, like you said, we were so impressed with him in the finals. Like he's just, just a really good player, man. And. I think it's time he gets gets his flowers. Now's his he, time. He's been shouting it out, too, man. He wants the, the award. He's, yeah. It's not like he's not trying for it. He is trying for it. So, yeah, bam. I mean, you kind of already went over everything, Zolfi. So, you know, bam's my pick, man. Cool. All, All really right. good picks. Coach yeah, of the absolutely. year time, Zolfi. Let's oh, go. This one is going to be one,
0: fun. This
2: one's going to be a fun one because I am going with a – I always love the narrative of a coach of the year not being just the best team in the league or one of the best teams in the league unless they were, like, super unexpected. I think it's lazy when it's like, oh, top team in the West, yeah, you're the coach of the year. Usually those teams are really freaking talented. Like, Steve Kerr is an amazing coach, but he's also had some of the most amazing teams ever. Like, it's like you had uh, Luke Walton fill in as coach a couple times, and he looked all right, and then you saw what he did when he had to actually coach a team. It didn't go so well. (laughs) It did not work out. You know what I mean? No. So I like picking a team that I think is going to overachieve expectations, is going to be able to surprise people and make a jump. And I am going with the Washington Wizards' Wes Unseld what? Jr. Whoa. What? I think it's wow. going to be a Eric Spolstra-esque, like, over-exceeding expectations with the Miami Heat type of vibe or, like, Mike Brown with the Sacramento Kings. If he can take this Washington Wizards team that I think has some promising young players and take them into a play-in spot or even into the postseason, I think that's enough to be credited with this award in my opinion, because I think that no yeah. one has any respect for this team and what they can do, but if you can have Jordan Poole being an actual number one or a Kyle Kuzma, hey, if Kyle Kuzma is number one, I won't even debate it. Like If he can make that duel serious, you have a guy like Tyus Jones, you have that draft pick, like you have those guys, and you build a team out of this, and you're able to coach them to any kind of postseason contention, I think that deserves all the credit in the world, and I think that shows more coaching talent than taking like a talented roster and doing what you're supposed to do. Why do you think that will happen? I just think they're a little underrated to be honest. I think there's talented on, talent on this team and I think they if they get a direction and a leader that can put it together and I think they're a, they have the potential to make it into the playoffs. I don't see why this team can't be like a 7-8 a, a seed yeah. without the with the players that they have on this roster especially if they're coached well. I I like that a lot.
3: I the
0: think one,
2: if they can do that
0: then that's perfect. The 1 2 3 of I Kuzma Pool and Tyus Jones is a very interesting prospect. Yeah. And I I like it. I don't I don't think it'll happen. I, I'm still a little bit more down on this team than you are. Yeah. But it's are you sure they have Daniel Gafford?
2: Yeah, that's your ruler. Oh, right. I'm bully. all on it. Give it yeah. give it to me.
0: I'm taking that money right now. Huh. Daniel Gafford is gonna be an all star this year. No, I'm, right. I'm just kidding. That's that's not, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> Let's bookmark that guys. No, yeah. that didn't happen. Mike clip, it, clip who, it. Who'd you pick? Uh I completely ignored narrative and how they
3: actually give out this award for this <laughs> pick. Um, I think with a new situation on a stellar team, um, with players that I think suit him a lot more uh, than what he wait, had. Can don't I take do a guess, this. Nick Nurse. Yes, oh, yes.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to pick him. I saw. I thought about yeah. it.
3: But no. Listen, he's not. In reality, he's not going to win this award.
2: He's he's won it already.
3: He's won it already. But you have to. I think your actual reasoning why what you like is actually what they do for this award if you can take a team and make them actually something why that's, can't that's what they award because he's already won it and the team's already good yeah like
1: Budenholzer won it four years later after he won
3: it yeah but yeah. it's a different situation no. I think why
1: he's going to a new team both times it's just kind of similar. it's so recent yeah
3: but the, and the Sixers are expected to do well yeah I, I think just the, think he's going to be, especially with Joel Embiid, like a different beast of definitely. coach. Oh, I agree. He's I just, he, he's I just think pick. he's going to be—he's your pick? I'm going to change it now, though, but yes. <laughs> I just think he is going to be the best coach in the league.
2: I think the Sixers, like, nobody on their team is going to be evaluated or thought about until the playoffs. That's where they're going to be that's, tested. If, yeah. so. if he
1: makes it to the conference finals, I guess the award is going to be Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. The award's
2: going to be given out beforehand, so, yeah. like, yeah. no
3: one's yeah. going to care- He's not going to win yeah. this award, I'm just saying. It's a he's going award. I think he's going to be the best coach in the league.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he was my pick, but I actually was debating changing him. Um, Are you done with your segment? I want to make sure first. I mean, anybody disagrees? Like, no, I like, I love the pick. I I love, I love the pick. I think he's going to do so well. You think Um, if he's running his players forty minutes into the
0: ground, that he's still going to get it? Well, you can't do that with Embiid. Yeah, he can't. You you want to see him try? They're if not, not going to let him. If he wins this award, it's think. based
2: on the the narrative of, like, best team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, he has to like, get the one seed. He has to be, has to be MVP so much better. again. Like, 65-plus yeah. yeah. wins. Like, that type yeah, of game. Yeah, exactly.
0: Are we that high on this team if Harden is even not even going to be there? With uh, Embiid uh, at the I mean, front. with
3: Embiid and a new I mean, come on.
2: Still to Doc Bias, Rivers. Still have Tobias, Tyrese Maxey. And you already know what That's I think That's a good of Doc team, Rivers.
0: man. I just don't
1: trust him. You it have an has,
2: actual coach
1: in a pretty decent MVP, situation. The reigning MVP and one of the best coaches in the league. I'm, I'm pretty high. Yeah,
2: up. I will say, like, let's uh, we can say what we want about Nick Nurse, but he's a damn good coach. He's, he's a great and coach. The idea of him having, a, like, a winning coach. the idea of having him with Joel Embiid sounds enticing. That's
3: scary, Oof. bro. Yeah, none of us picked Embiid for DPOI.
1: I might be you the only get one. That I thought Nick. about him. I did think you could about get him. that with Nick. Yeah, I, th- I don't think that's ever He's sa- He's the
2: same him. as, like, Anthony Davis, though, health. It's exactly. just, just want to be careful with him.
1: This is also talked about, actually, on JJ Reddick's podcast when he went on to it. In the early parts of his career, he focused really heavily on defense to get those awards. And then to be that guy, he started focusing on more offense. And it's like, once you get into that category of, like, and this is Joel Embiid's words. I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, once you get into that, like, area where you're like, oh, I'm all NBA, I'm going for MVP, it's like you're not considered as much. For defensive player of the year. So he's, he actually said he doesn't really care to get that one anymore.
2: Yeah. I, I don't like that though. Like, Giannis and uh, Giannis should have another DPO. I, 100% I agree. Like I don't the, like that aspect at all. There was all. a, I think it was the one year where he was going up against Anthony Davis. And I think Gobert actually won it at the end, which I didn't like. Like, just because Giannis is the MVP doesn't mean he wasn't the best defensive player of the year.
1: I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, this guy have been like wanting to win MVP or not MVP, um, coach of the year for like years now. Uh, I did pick Nick Nurse, but because I'm so high on this other guy, I think everyone is high on this other guy. Is it Eric Spolstra? Yes. Dude, he deserves a coach of the year. Heat culture. Heat culture. Like, he, he, in my eyes, is the best coach in the league. Yeah. And I think it's been like that for like a few years now. And he's done insane runs. He's very clearly so good. I think... It's just the the injuries and stuff that his players deal with, like they never get like that high seed. So again, like narrative things, like Zolfie said, like, oh, you're not gonna get it if you're like not like a top two or a top three seed kind of thing. Um, but I really think Spolsha deserves a coach of the year. I'd actually be very disappointed if by the end of his career he does not have a coach of the year. So yeah, he's I agree. my pick. He's my pick. He for deserves our... one. Absolutely. So he's my pick for next season. He should have had one by now. It's going to be like
2: Kobe, how he just has one MVP. When you like look at Spolstra, if he only has one or none, people are going to be like, what happened? How did this guy not have at least one coach of the year?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah we've got nothing else to say yeah. about that. <laughs> Why yeah, not? Just, everyone knows how good he is. We've sung Spolstra's praise this entire podcast. Yeah. We're all huge fans of him. You
1: yeah. yeah, absolutely
0: yeah. should. I went off the radar again. Ooh. Um, I He's just going to be this year's kings this is just this year's kings i'm so high on this team okay see mark Dagnall is there winning this cha- <laughs> he's winning it he's gonna get coach of the year i like that for the same reasons chet Holmgren is gonna yeah be in most improved he's gonna win coach because you're in the best situation for a young team yeah in Good. the league in a west in a division, that they almost made it last year in the conference into the playoffs. We've all said basically that they're going to overperform. They're going to overperform. They're going to be better, and the league loves that. And yep. they're going to award him for it. Who's the best odds?
3: I Who has not, not checked? I thought it was. Actually that was not English. Jake.
2: They finished tenth like last year. Where do you see them finishing this year for him to win the
0: award? I think that they're going to finish sixth. 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 That's my bold, bold take. I think yeah. that they are going to finish in a playoff spot. I don't I think, think your they're two even gonna picks go through are realistic. Like if those things happen, and yeah. he's just, they're just. I just a think it's going to be this year's Mike Brown.
2: Yeah, no, that's a that's a fair pick. I think it's definitely yeah. it has the same the same juice to it.
0: Is anyone like not as high as, as the Thunder that I am? No, I,
2: I. With teams like that, like it's hard for me. Like, Spolstra's
0: favorite, also.
2: Yeah, fair. Is like, he?
0: Spolstra's he the is. favorite? I thought Mike was. It's Bolstra then. Mike Malone, then Joe Mazzulla. Oh, God, Joe Mazzulla's in the <laughs> top three. Uh, it's a little weird. How? I don't know. What were you saying, Sophie?
2: Uh Okay, see, like, with young teams like what? that, like, I really need to see it before I can believe it. Like, Chris Paul, you added a veteran Chris Paul to this team, and they went to the playoffs. And then he's gone, and then they regress again, and they have to kind of build it on their own without having a leader like that on the team. You don't so. think you've seen it? Not enough from OKC. Like you I do I see talent? Yes. But do I see a team that can be a perennial playoff team? You don't think
3: they've only gone up?
2: Not really. They had Chris uh. Paul, they were up, and then they lost Chris yeah, Paul and yeah. they were down. Right?
3: Chris that, Paul's Chris Paul, though.
2: That's what I mean. Like if you, it just shows this team is reliant on having a yeah. guy like that, and do they have a Chris Paul right now? No. So like wh- who's it who's it gonna be? Is Josh Giddy gonna be the Chris Paul? He obviously has the makings of it. Lou Dorch about okay no. Lou Gintz. <laughs> Lou Dort is a dog, don't get me wrong. Built like a linebacker. But Josh Giddy could be that guy. And if he is, then yes, this can happen. But I want to see it a bit for the same with uh, Sacramento. One season of this is not enough. There's been plenty of teams that have had lightning in a bottle and they haven't been able to keep it. You know what I mean? The Washington Wizards went to a conference finals in the like mid 2010s. Yeah. Like, So you know what I mean? Like, doesn't mean much. So I got to see it for a sustained amount of time for me to really be like I'm willing to stake anything on this team. So, I I think that's my only thing against that. But I agree that they have all the makings of it, and you'll see why I say that in a second. But
0: Ooh, yeah, wow. No one picking Frank Vogel?
2: I thought about it. I really did think about it. Oh. His case would be same to uh, any of the other top coaches yeah. like Nick Nurse, like just best team in the West. Probably not going to happen. Yeah.
1: Cool. You guys want a fun fact real quick? Yeah, go for it. Both times Mike Budenholzer won coach of the year, first in twenty fifteen with the Hawks and then in twenty nineteen with the Bucks. He had the exact same record. Sixty and twenty two. Both times.
2: Yeah, if you have sixty plus wins, it super helps your chances for this award. For
0: sure, yeah. Well when Nick Nelson the Raptors would have had sixty wins if it wasn't for COVID. Yeah. Yeah, fifty three and nineteen the year Nick won it. Typical. MVP time. Zolfi, tell us why Shay's getting M V P hey, whoa. It's my turn. <laughs> Is it? Well, yeah, it's Mike. Mike's first pick. Oh, Anywho. Well,
2: there you go. I was Mike. just so
3: excited that you said him. It. Um, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. I'm picking Shay too. <laughs> wow, okay.
2: <laughs> Who else is picking Shea? Me and Mike? Anyone else? I'm not. I also am not picking okay. Shay. Dude, I had
3: a whole preface for this, all too. Right. You <laughs> just blew my whole right, right, thing, All right, man. you two. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> you, <laughs> you. you start. I'll it. Mike, you go. Well, I think if we're equally as high, he had one of – literally was, like, the most fun player to watch in the league last year. So fun. Yeah. Was it even debatable? This dude is so different than other players. You can only see the progression from him from here. We're all high on OKC. I think we all think they're going to finish above what they are going to finish. He's literally one of the best players in the league right now.
2: Top five MVP already, like in terms of voting. Is he? He finished top five. I'm, I'm
3: sorry. I mean the odds like right now.
2: Oh, like His I don't favorite. know what the odds are.
3: He's not.
2: He's plus 2,300, which is great odds to bet if you want to make ninth. money. Yeah.
3: When you said... uh where okay, we might do NBA M- awards. This was, like, the only completely solid one that I knew I was going to pick.
2: Yeah, like, uh, same thing for, for Shay. Like, there's questions around OKC, and I know I said that, but I think we're all hoping that this team is going to meet those expectations. And if this guy was finishing top five for MVP votes when his team was a 10th seed, what's the love for him going to be when they're, like, a 6th seed? You know what I True. mean? Boom. So I think for those reasons, like, He's showing all the progression. If he comes off a really good like Team Canada campaign, it's just going to be extra confidence, extra motivation. He's going to have more talent around him that's going to help him and he's his numbers don't necessarily need to get better. His team just needs to get better and with adding a guy like Chet, they're obviously going to be better. So if you add those wins to his resume, his rep is going to get a benefit from that and positive impact and you're just going to give him more of that love and appreciation for it. So I think it's really going to help his case. So like Going from top five to, like, a top three MVP or even winning the award doesn't seem unrealistic.
0: Yeah. What would this mean for Canada if he wins MVP?
2: What
3: what does Steve Nash mean to Canada, man? It's a different time. I think a
1: lot though. It is a different yeah. time. I a think it means, means more.
2: Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like I, this, I don't know. if This is ridiculous to say, but like if he wins that MVP, do you think it's worth debating between him and Nash as the best Canadian player of all time?
0: Oh, I don't know. I think it's too Not early. Yeah, it's too it's early. Nash he's in too. the trajectory. He's, I believe. Because if you he's look at, be. The, he's he, insane. His
2: stats, like arguably, if he keeps these kind of stats for when he wins MVP, they would blow Nash's yeah. stats out the water. And our Nash's MVPs were already so debatable because they should have honestly probably gone to Shaq. But
3: Kobe, no. Kobe, uh, too. Time. Kobe, was, Kobe yeah.
2: was in the discussion, too. So, like, I'm not discrediting Nash's MVPs or what his impact was, but, like, I don't know, just as a pure talent, if you put those two against <sighs> each other...
3: I love I love the question.
2: You know what I mean? I think I th- legacy-wise,
3: I think it's a tough question. to say right I, now. I, I
2: wouldn't know what to pick. I'm not saying I know a pick either way, but I'm saying there's a question there to be asked.
3: I think he will be, yeah, especially that, if he yeah. wins an MVP. And right now, I know you asked the question, like, what would it mean to Canada? so much more than what it means to when what it meant to Steve Nash. We were just yeah. like, oh, God, we have a Canadian guy in the NBA. The progression that Canada basketball has made up until this point and to have a player like Shea who is completely different than any other player in the league.
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And he like for him to be Canadian. Style.
2: The timing would be really good because since the Raptors championship, it's been kind of a downswing. So to have somebody to kind of yeah. bring it back up. Look how much
3: Wiggins meant when he won.
2: Yeah. So – I like a it. Of, just oh, the championship!
3: I like it a lot. I was like, when did Wiggins win an MVP? God, no,
2: <laughs> just a championship.
3: No, but even just a championship, like, yeah, well, how much did that video. mean to Canada itself? It Jamal big, Murray yeah. last
0: last yeah. year,
1: like, that just meant a ton to people in Ontario. I mean, look look at Jake. Like, he's so excited yeah. to have Jamal Murray bring the Larry O'Brien to his hometown. He, he still kitchen- hasn't done it wait, yet. Though. Wait, wait, I need okay. to say
2: it. Kitchener's finest.
1: Going to Phils. <laughs> Anywho, so, I love it. Jake, your pick was Jamal Murray, right? <laughs> I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> Jamal Murray for MVP by Jake. All right, Dan, your turn.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going. I feel like this guy the past couple of years has been touted to be MVP, but it's never really worked out. Whether that be health, fitness, team record, blah blah blah. Fitness.
2: Team fitness. Re- huh. Luca.
1: I was thinking Luca, but it can't Luka hey, be Doncic. that. Oh, it is Luca Doncic. And those were your reasonings? Uh, no, not as to why he didn't win. Yeah, I mean, he's been you injured think a lot. So? yeah I mean a lot of people make fun of him for not being like NBA qu- I put quotes NBA shape because I don't yeah. really think that's a thing but uh, a lot of people do say that and the team record has been pretty bang average over the past yeah, couple years so. but I mean it's like you said uh, Luca it's Luca Magic baby Like th- Magic. this could be the year um, he's also going to be competing in the FIBA tournament so yeah. you know he'll he's hopefully, looking slim too I, I saw some pictures he's looking like he's in some good shape Yep, um, and I they trade for Capella. That's They're going to have a good team record, man. I thought, like so I thought you said Capella doesn't add much. <laughs> That's the Hold job. on a minute. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but I, I think this is Luka's year. Um, I drafted him first overall in fantasy last year. Did not work out. That was, no. It was a mistake. Um, or, no, no, not first. Yeah, you wouldn't take third. Jokic? No, I, I, Jokic was first. Uh, I think I got third pick. Anyways, I drafted Luka third <laughs> and went second. Giannis? I don't remember. It was probably trip. Giannis. Giannis probably. might have been Giannis, yeah. I had
2: first pick, and I picked Giannis over Jokic. Really? Ooh. And Oof. people were the, not happy with me for doing that. I'm not that,
3: happy. But I wrote for it worked Malcolm out really to, well, pretty sure. What I wrote for Malcolm to get in this program was, um, or whoever, sorry. Sorry to name drop people. That person doesn't exist. The person I wrote, David, <laughs> to get into the, uh, the program. Uh, was why you should pick Giannis over Jokic for fantasy basketball that year. Oh, that's fun. And then I got the first pick, and I
1: picked Jokic. <laughs> 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 ah. Well, I won my league, so it worked out. But I picked uh, Luka third because I thought he was going to be having an MVP season. It didn't work out. But I think this is his year, and I'm going to pick him third again if I get the opportunity, just because I believe in him that much. So Luka the all the way, baby. I mean, yeah, I don't think anyone can really argue with that.
3: I don't yeah, know. He's, he's, he's just, already
1: been the favorite, though. He's always going to be in the conversation, though. Did it? Yeah, he will always be in the. This isn't some like, oh, what a pick! Like it's it's Luca. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, it's a great. It's whatever. Great top, player. Top three odds is Luka
0: It's Giannis and it's Jokic.
1: Luka's first. I feel like it's going to be Lucas those third. three okay. like
3: universally for, for the a next while. like five years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, I'm
0: going off off the board. Yeah, oh. you already picked
2: Jamal Murray. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Jamal. Why <laughs> you are you going again?
0: Yeah. Um. He gets two picks. No. I did not He'd pick Jamal pick. Murray.
2: That you did.
3: Relax. Oh, he, My, no, yeah, no, you yeah, totally did. picked Jamal Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um I
2: want a second pick now.
0: So, yeah, give me a second. I did not pick. say Jamal Murray. <laughs> Dude, we all and heard enough. you say Jamal Murray. So, this has been a guy that has been arguably putting up MVP numbers for a while, last season especially. Um last team's season. getting better. And he's got that unicorn on his team now. And I'm going to give a
2: shout-out to Spencer for
1: Jason Tatum.
2: I was actually going to mention it for Spencer if none of us
1: did because I knew he'd want it mentioned. I'm just going to point it out. I got Luka Doncic or Jason Tatum listed right there.
0: 30 points per game last year. He had a career high in rebounds with 8.8 and assists 4.6. 1.1 steals per game. He is arguably one of the best players in the league. I think for a Celtics team that we all have winning a ton of games this year yeah, might even pass that 60 win threshold which is why I think Joe Missoula is so high on those odds. I think you gotta give it to Tatum. And Tatum has been so close for so long but he's run into monster seasons from Giannis monster seasons from Embiid and Jokic. He's gonna be 26. Now is the time to crown him as one of your better american players by giving him the mvp in a season that is probably going to be very successful
2: like he's got the all-star game mvp he's got a conference finals mvp he's just missing the finals and the regular season mvp to complete it so now's the year go get it Now's done. the
0: time jason tatum's my pick it's probably gonna be yeah. spencer's
1: pick as well great pick i like the pick a lot
0: Good oh bit. yeah nothing to debate on that those are all of our picks that was a good segment. That's a really good list, everybody. Yeah, we uh, That's yeah, really
1: I loved job.
3: your Austin
0: Reeves for clutch. Yeah, player. I think that was so the <laughs> word. Hey,
3: I changed it. It's uh, Rosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We are approaching two hours, so I Holy think we should. Really. I need get to get, get hold. We Man. should call this a day. Yeah. Uh, wow. Thanks, Mike, for joining. Appreciate thanks for having yeah, me, guys. It was, on, yeah. Yeah, was it was a lot of good fun. Yeah, that was fun. A lot of fun. Do you have any socials you want to plug? Yeah, follow me at Mike Jose Collins
3: on X.
2: That sounds so, so weird. Don't say that it. Like that Twitter. 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 sounds like a dirty site on X. It on sounds X, exactly it like that. It does sound
3: like a dirty site. Really? Right? Eh? Yeah. Anyhow, uh, you guys got to get me back on for the fantasy one if you guys ever do that.
2: Yeah, I'm down.
3: Or uh, yeah, maybe to explain my Boston trade to you i'll save all the no yeah, i think we're good with leaving that, go, that yeah, in the past go, go yeah, you'll home. have to get me on to hey, for me to explain the rest go of home research it a bit more and then come back to. Oh, it. i think <laughs> you guys should do that <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah mike jose collins follow me on x uh, stop <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> so saying weird. that oh.
2: okay move move on uh, to i next. also
3: do a podcast with jake called the cinemates podcast with jake and mike we talk a lot of things movies and tv uh, and then me and Dan also do a uh, soccer podcast called The Kickaboo. Follow me on that. Yeah. And then uh, Zulfi and I will try to do something with football eventually in the football season. Yeah, so we have something. Whoa! Don't worry. We'll, uh, yeah. well, we'll 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 cook up something. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me Zulfi, on, Zelfy. You're leaving us.
2: Nah, no, no, I'm not leaving you. No. I'm just, just I'm gonna, to the trying to branch out. I'm trying out to be here. multifaceted. Everyone yeah. else here has multiple podcasts. Why can't I? Can
0: I be the first guest for the football one? Of course. Depends what you
2: talk about. No? Oh, yeah, true. Don't, yeah, say, yeah, true. don't just say yes like that.
0: I've been day. wanting to talk football for so long, please.
3: If you start. You right. be, uh, well, you made me wait 14 episodes until I was on here. There has to
2: be a threshold. <laughs>
3: that was
1: also Jake's doing. <laughs> like, yeah. He was
2: like, no, he's not going part of the bit. That was very expressly this guy's choice. It was part of the bit. Bad
1: guy. I was actually okay. surprised. You're
3: like, oh, yeah, you could come on. It's like, what? Really? All right. Well, whatever. I didn't even have to sell Daniel. No, he didn't. I said yes from the start.
2: <laughs> okay. Also, everyone, let us know what you thought about our way too early awards picks. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Can you guys put these out um, on X? I want to see them. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. On okay. Twitter. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. That will wraps get? up for this episode, episode 14 of the Dream Team podcast. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Spotify, Apple, all of the above. Like, Subscribe, you know, give us ratings. Give us some more ratings. Give us. We love reviews. all we need
2: feedback.
3: the Life feedback.
0: Follow the pod, dream underscore team pod on Twitter. Dream underscore team underscore pod <laughs> on the Instagram. <laughs> A lot <laughs> yeah, of confusion look, going on It was on hard.
2: There. We couldn't get the same handle. We'll figure
1: it out. But for know. now, just follow both.
0: And follow me at Jake underscore Schultz6 on Twitter. Zolfi, where can they find you?
1: We couldn't get the same handle. Who else has Dream Team on? Dude, a like, lot of a lot of people have. Never dream heard of the Dream yeah, Team. Yeah, yeah There's a lot of Dream Team like uh, name
2: things. Cinemates has like
3: a bunch of other Cinemates. Yeah, true. Okay, sorry. Continue yeah. Selfie. Add
2: Sophie underscore Shake on Instagram and Twitter. Follow your boy and Threads. Let's get on Threads, guys. It's gonna be yes. better than Twitter.
3: I don't know. I feel like that's gonna fall off soon. No.
2: Maybe, but I just want to be ready for when yeah. Twitter eventually blow- Yeah, when yeah. eventually Twitter blows
1: up. Daniel. Oh, uh, follow me on Twitter at Raptors Vision, and then follow me on Instagram at DDS Digital. That's D-E-D-E-S Digital. You got to change that Raptors Vision. Yeah. I will never. (laughs) I will never do it. What if you get hired by, like, the Lakers or something? (laughs) If you pay pay me a lot of money, I'll change it, but until then, I'm not changing it. Um, Anyways, yeah, follow me there. And, uh, yeah. All right, Thanks, that about wraps guys. up for the episode. Thanks for listening. See Peace. you guys later.